Oh, well. I guess we'll try it. First one to laugh. What's going on, everybody? Cali Death Podcast back once again, episode 73. Very light right now. It's only just one resident homie and myself. I am Anthony. I got my resident homie, my one of my bros, my big, big fucking longtime bro, Casey Howard with me. What uh, is everybody, dude? Where I know. We're, <laughs> we're fucking lost What's in the void, on? dude. We lost some people along the way, dude. Uh no but uh yeah anthony and i decided to uh fire joel and uh joseph <laughs> they, so, they want to uh, go to too we, many uh, concerts yeah dude. yeah we're just we decided to move on just the two of us and um not just kidding uh they're at um concerts mm -hmm. where, where are they at what's let's start uh, joel's at opeth right or and no not Opeth. Opeth he, leprous. he's at leprous yeah. yeah and then and then um, who, who who else is at that show I, i'm sure trevor went with them um i don't know if carrie went to that but possibly i mean it sounds like that's, oh, yeah, that's all their yeah. jam right oh yeah we should probably tell people sean's coming on in a second oh yeah yeah sean we a <laughs> little late some, to the uh, game computer the... he's like restarting some stuff but he's gonna be on in a minute this so. is what happens when we're you just... do it live every time though yeah, you know yeah. it's gonna be on time so but yeah dude we're missing the professor joseph i actually saw him today he uh he came up from uh santa cruz got himself four new tires at my shop nice line yeah. that shit that shit's going straight so uh he left to uh what san jose and then he hooked up with uh, the ominous boys oh that's they're right hanging out yeah nice and i think they're going to uh what like defeated's tonight right yeah so jo joseph the professor is playing drums in ominous ruin right or he's yeah he's just jam he's jamming so, with them and yeah we'll we'll see how that's gonna is he doing like shows with them right? i think that's what it is but i don't really yeah. know if it's announced or anything yet you guys are oh, okay a hot tip first <laughs> but yeah either way joseph's yeah they've got some things along coming up soon so joseph's gonna be possibly doing that with them so you guys want to see ominous which is fucking you know they've been on alex has been on the he's been on two episodes now right yeah, I think it was two, including yeah. the album review one, right? Or did he even hang out yeah. from? Uh, no, but, I think that was the only two. Yeah, dude, Alex, we did the uh, yeah the uh, album review episode with Dennis. Also, nice, nice. Yeah, that was fun. Right. By the way, I'm sipping yeah. on a, a brewski that the professor handed me physically today. So thank you, professor. I'm. This is delicious. Fucking mango bomb, full circle brewery company. Go check it out nice what do we got we got uh uh yeah i can't i can't pronounce your name vaquero already wants me to talk about david lynch dude. <laughs> <laughs> well hey you know we got some time well while, while sean's getting his uh computer restarted here 
I actually, so, uh, you know, there is a rumor that Lynch is working on a new show. It was actually being yeah. hinted at in uh, the pandemic, and it's under, you know, the alias of Wizteria, which I guess is some weird plant or some shit like that. But it's supposed to be like double the episodes of The Return, which is fucking crazy because that's an 18 hour nice. movie cut up into like 18 sections, you know? Yeah. So doubling that, I'm like, this guy is fucking going crazy. It, 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 well, maybe a, like you think about it, like if you're a constant creator and you're doing shit every day for like so many years, you you know, like death is, you know, just around the corner, not just around the corner. He's in his seventies and he's still cruising, but I'm saying like maybe as somebody who creates their whole entire life, they really start trying to fucking make a bunch of shit right at the end, you know? And once you get closer, you make more stuff. Kind of like yeah. being sucked into a the singularity. <laughs> like Ridley know? Scott, dude. Yeah, dude. I'm not raised by wolves, dude. Casey turned me on to that show. I just finished season one. Sick show, guys. You guys definitely should check it out if you don't yeah, know like what's it. up. HBO Max, Ridley Scott, uh, Future. There's androids. There's crazy shit, dude. But it's it's the way I'm I'm pitching it right now probably isn't the best, but there's it's it's deep, you know, intertwining stories and 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 there's lots of Easter eggs that if you really pay attention, you'll you'll realize there's some deeper shit going on in this show. So what do you what you're you you're like the one that got so fascinated by it and and turned it on to me? Like, so what about it like pulled you in? Obviously, Ridley Scott is number one. That's gonna bring yeah. you to the table right away. Yeah, man. I think it's just like the the mix of themes in it, like like all the shit, like just like the like futuristic shit with like old ancient kind of like shit, or like you know like relating to old stuff, like old. I don't know. It's just like it's super epic. And then of course like all the like I don't know. It's like a lot of shows like that, like are like done and it's super cheesy and stuff. You know, mm -hmm. like like space shows or future kind of stuff and everything. Right. You know? But like with that one, I think it's like it's pretty sick i think you know well, I some think, people might think it's cheesy but i think it's it's great no dude i don't i actually you know i can i can sense cheese but at, at times I, there's cheese that i do enjoy watching but like the cheese that you're talking about i don't see that in that show i think there's there's enough going on and it's and there's enough enough depth in the story that and and there's pretty good fucking actors on that show too like you definitely I believe like whoever plays marcus that dude he's always crazy looking dude i wonder yeah. if he looks like that in real life like you know <laughs> like is he just waking up eating a cereal just like staring off into the yeah. darkness maniacally yeah. i watched this like thing with them with david the other night where it's like like them like in real life like doing like well there's a couple different things there's like interviews and stuff like that but there's like this like you know full-on uh like zoom call thing with all of them on it and they're all like looking on nice and all like you're like oh my god it's so weird like mother and she's well, she's like danish yeah. i think and then oh, okay you know and then like that guy father in the, in the show he like he like makes video games and shit whoa like designs, like, like in actual, real yeah. oh shit yeah yeah it's weird it's crazy but uh, yeah that's wild <laughs> it's you, you would think that yeah. like people who are actors and actresses and all that stuff wouldn't have like a bunch of side hustles like that but i mean yeah. maybe he maybe he you could be coming from that world and end up realizing that you can act pretty good and get a gig like that dude because he he sells father that's his character's name father yeah yeah totally 
But yeah, dude, it's 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 a cool show that I think that most people would be into if you're into sci-fi and gore and and actual. There's like some real like human, um, like parallels in in what's going on with all the characters and stuff too. Even though it's in the future, so you could still relate to it in your current life. Yeah, yeah for sure, man. Definitely, yeah. So, uh, yeah, guys, we're just hanging out. What's up? We got, oh, how we got Kelly Death. What up? <laughs> what up? Works uh, of heart. What up? So, uh, Sean's popping in here in a second. He uh, is like restarting his computer. We're just getting going, just kind of warming up the whole live thing here. Uh, Joel and Joseph are at shows tonight. And uh, did, did we say Joseph's at Defeated Sanity? Yeah, we went through all that. Okay. Yep. Well, yeah. So, but, they might chime in and say, what up? And we're trying to get him. That'd be cool on. to see him in the chat yeah. for sure. Yeah, exactly. Or um, on the phone. I mean, like through the. Call. Oh, nice! You yeah, can yeah. call into these too. Yeah, yeah. So you know, yeah. Ho- ho- if it works, I think there was an issue with the sound, but uh, mm. he was talking to Lily and like they were gonna come on and say what up and stuff. That's sick, dude. So, we oh yeah. See. So we got some just random stuff going on tonight. We're just hanging out. We're gonna be uh, interviewing Sean about the whole decrepit birth and uh, Muldruva. How do you say that, Muldruva? How do you say something that? Something like that. I, I, I'm <laughs> asking you. Muldratha. Muldratha. Something like yeah, that. I guess we'll have to wait for him to talk about that. But Totally. Yeah, no, yeah, I listened to it. It's it's fucking brutal and fast, dude. If you're down with brutal and fast, you're definitely going to be down with that. Nice. It, I, I told Joseph that this earlier... Uh, oh, sick. Yeah, of course they killed it, dude. Um, talking, we'll talk about that first, and we'll talk about Defeated Sanity. Yeah, so you yeah. Talk about, you talk about Muldrotha? Yeah, so I just I I I peeped it and uh not everything that they've put out, but I listened to a few tracks and and definitely gave me a lot of later like cattle vibes where it's just really really fucking fast and oh, really sick. brutal when it gets brutal. So yeah, yeah. I mean, it it's not like a cattle clone. I'm just saying like whatever whatever uh frequency cattle's on, like this band is is cruising in that frequency too. Cool. Sick yeah dude nice. but yeah and i know it's funny it's funny like we didn't plan for this to happen but casey and i talk like is multiple times a week so this really isn't anything different for us we're just now putting it out there for you guys but you guys are actually seeing behind the scenes of what happens when you constantly do a live thing like it we, with how long we've been doing this show what is it a year and a half now almost um, we've been super lucky with how things have like unfolded for us, you know, um, whether it be, you know, reschedulings or, or other shit that gets in the way, like we end up, something ends up falling into place, either, you know, saving us or even being better than the original situation. So it's like, we're super blessed with this thing and we're having so much fun and we're so glad you guys are with us still, you know, the subscribers keep growing. People are talking about it. We're finally going to have some merch for you guys. I know I keep fucking saying that for a long time, but we're really working on that. So you guys are going to be seeing some cool stuff from us soon. Um, We just officially became Twitch affiliates. I don't even know how that works, but now, you know, other things can happen with the show and, um, yeah, a lot of ideas, a lot of, you know, when Casey and I talk or even when all of us talk, it's just constantly wanting to, like, expand the show and, and we're just super stoked on the show and, and we love doing it. And 
yeah, so that's why we, we're still, Casey and I are still making this happen this week for you guys too, because we like the consistency. We, you know, it's just no matter what, we want to give you guys something. So, you know, unfortunately, Sean couldn't make it right on time, but eventually we'll get him. And, and, you know, when Joseph or if Joseph chimes in, we'll get some other people to talk to you for a little bit too. But either way, like I said, we're here and we're going to be hanging out. So, yeah, dude. What else do we got? Um, yeah, dude. That was a great speech, already... Anthony. Thank you. Yeah, Appreciate dude. That. that was good. <laughs> um, I was looking. I was. I thought another comment popped up, another question or something. But it'd be cool to meet this guy, Sean. I've never met him before, you know. And anybody who's in the decrepit fam is always, you know, there's there's the, the multiple steps of what learn meeting a human and getting to know them. Like he's already skipped a couple steps with me because he's you know homies with the homies so obviously i i think that uh i'm gonna have a good time with this guy tonight if if matt's down oh, yeah. then i gotta be down you know no sean's awesome yeah and i was talking to matt too tonight from decrepit you know and uh and uh yeah dude i was like oh you should come on say what up and stuff but uh he's working tonight and stuff so he might pop in actually so matt, okay. matt satella coming in say what Hell up yeah um, but, uh, but yeah, dude, oh, we can talk about future guests. I'd love to, but yeah. Um, I love that comment, dude. Um, but yeah, uh, I mean, honestly, it's going to be a fun show tonight. We're just kind of getting the, kind of, you know, rev these engines up a little bit here. We got to get this bike, you know, kind of warmed up. And speaking of which I went for a nice long scooter ride today. Nice. It was great. I rode the motorcycle yesterday and then the scooter today. It's all like super nice out. And, uh, so the scooter is more fun. It's crazy. Like I just t-shirt and just, it's so fun so it's like a electric scooter no i wish that'd be sick oh, okay no it's like a it's a honda you know px 150 or something like that oh, it's a, is it like a, a vespa type dealer no it's know. like a like a honda but like it's like a 2014 or something like that so it's pretty modern mm -hmm. um but it's just a honda scooter like it's it gets like insane gas mileage so riding to like my parents or the office that we go to or whatever I, i'm kind of trying to save obviously on gas you know yeah. so i'm just I'm like okay and it's getting nicer out and it's warmer so i'm like like zipping around oh i think we got sean uh, trying to get on here that's awesome what up? dude that's sick yeah, yeah. um what's gas like right now in san diego what's the price oh i don't even it's just crazy i, I filled up my tank it was like 75 bucks i was like well, okay <laughs> what, kind, what kind of car do you drive no, normally it's like 50 you know or something which car? Uh, it's, uh, I got a, you know, Ford. You haven't seen my car. You haven't serviced my uh, car because yeah. I've been up there. Anthony serviced uh, Joseph's car today, and Anthony uh, used to service my old uh, Camry. But yeah, no, it's a Ford Escape. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Black. Escapes like, are cool. Escapes yeah, are sick. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm going to go ahead and add uh, and see if he's uh Oh, maybe we'll. Uh, yo, yo. Oh, can you hear me? yeah, we can hear you, buddy. Hey, what's up, guys? What's up? What's going oh, on, wow. dude? We hear My you. My camera just shut off again on me. It's I'm okay. So sorry. I'm no, you're fine, dude. Jesus crap. <laughs> <laughs> no worries, bro. We're just cruising. What's up, guys? Yeah. How are you? Good, dude. Doing good. We got no video of him, though? Yeah, oh, not yet. I'm sorry. My phone oh, it's all good. just shut off on me. I'm like using the most ghetto setup right now because I have no money. It's all good, dude. We're just... Uh, hey, dude. Thanks for making it work, dude. We're here for the long haul, man. <laughs> trying how's everything going with you guys good dude we're just hanging out you know talking yeah. about scooters and motorcycles yeah i had a little dude, scooter I, chat i've been on the electric bicycle kick lately 
that's what I see a lot now, dude, is is people cruising those around. You know what? Cause like if you have a pet if you have pedals on it and uh just an electric motor, it's basically a bicycle. So you don't need like a driver's license or insurance or registration or anything. And some of them do like fifty miles an hour and last like forty miles. So it's like, what's the point of having a car or a motorcycle when you don't have to deal with that? Any of it. Yeah, dude. Any kind of incline, you're just like, boom, hit the motor, fucking cruising up that, dude. I'm not going to pedal up that. Come on. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. That's pretty crazy. I like to go on the beach a lot on Long Island and stuff. So I go fishing a lot. So I definitely have been interested in trying to buy something. Are you fishing off the shore? Yeah, you getting off the shore, boat? off a boat, off a dock, wherever the fish are biting. So what's it what's it like fishing? Are, are you with like seasickness? Have you just got used to it being out on oh, smaller I, boats and shit? I grew up on a, on an island, so basically oh, so you're, you, you're not you're not yeah, allowed you're... to have seasickness. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense, dude. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I get, always I, I can I can handle it, you know, but I haven't really been in like a super small boat on the ocean. I've been on like booze cruises and no, not even bo- like little <laughs> like fucking uh, boats you can rent that only fit like 15 people. And it's like a cocktail night type deal. But it's still there's plenty of movement in that small boat, too. I, could, I, I don't know how I can handle being like, stu- you know, like guys who go out there and it's just like, hey, dude, we're out here. There's no going back, you know? Yeah, like, you're there It's going to be all day, dude. So if you're having an issue now, it's going to be all day for you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. That's kind of how we are out here. We definitely like we go fishing usually early in the morning and we don't come home till later on um, for, at night. For me, it was river fishing, dude, because we have a, a had a family house right out literally walking distance from the Russian river up in uh, uh, Sonoma County. And uh, so I'd be, you know, in waders waist deep in the river, just practicing fly fishing and shit like that. I, I like that feeling, dude, like just being planted and just feeling the river flowing, you know, dude, fly fishing is sick. It's so hard, dude. It's so hard. I literally was trying to show my six-year-old fly fishing last night. I was showing him some crazy, like, trick cast videos and shit. And you're like, how the fuck did they do that, dude? Because really, with (laughs) with fly fishing, especially with, like, moving water, what you're trying to do is uh, duplicate what kind of fly they'd see floating on the river, down the river. But the the fish has to see it naturally floating down the river like a fit like a fly would so you got to find a fly that looks like the flies they're flying that day you yeah. gotta make it be just like a fly that landed on the uh surface and that's called dry or dry fly wet fly is something different wet fly is duplicating the um growth of the larva to a fly so you're duplicating Whoa. from so the eggs are hatched they hatch at the bottom of the river and from hatching to getting up to the surface, there is actually a metaphor metamorphosis that happens, dude. So the bait is actually trying to mimic various stages of that metamorphosis of the fly getting to the surface and then getting its wings dry and able to fly away. So that shit is just so way out there. And then the guys who tie all their shit, you're just like, oh man, that's so much. Yeah. so much time and effort and, and brain power 
So I go, I do like a lot of saltwater fishing, like in the bays and stuff out in mm -hmm. Long Island and off the shores. And then like, you know, there's definitely, uh, there's a big community out here for that. And there's also, like you said, like a big fly fishing community. That's just like insane. So technical. And like, I, I have never tried fly fishing yet, but I've definitely caught, um, a lot of really sick, like striped bass and bluefish and fluke and all kinds of other species of fish on off of long island and uh mm -hmm. near like new york city and the hudson and stuff like that it's um it's a different kind of kind of game basically but like you said you have to you know you have to know like what colors and you know what what uh species is being eaten like as far as bait goes and stuff and trying to mimic mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. it's a big uh it's a big game like i, I think it's 12 percent. i think the 12 the average is 12 percent catching a fish on the fly that's really? your, that's your, yeah that's your chances is like well yeah dude, no, oh, dude just uh, joel again. just i i just popped into uh the chat real quick for the cali death boys steve de is fucking at we the show there. with joel dude oh nice with obviously not with joel but he, hope, he's met him there i hope he gives him a hug that would be takes awesome, a picture because i want to be see so it. jealous i have never met steve in person and i would love to he seems like yeah no Very after after the amount sweet of time individual after talking to him for four hours yeah yeah he made me he made me definitely want to hang out with him no doubt so if i ever catch him at a show that'd be super sick i'll buy him as much was he drink he was a whiskey drinker or something right i think so yeah yeah dude so yeah dude we're back in hey, action. back in just, back just in dude out, just hanging <laughs> yeah, we're just kind of <laughs> trying to get this this party going we're not going to give up we had a little bumpy start but mm -hmm. hey we're not giving up we're going to figure this out dude run totally, for the long dude. haul it's cool we're, gonna, we're here for the sean martinez story dude yeah so sean is resetting his microphone because he wants to sound all juicy yeah so uh, microphone issues dude i hate them mm -hmm. i hate them so much well you know it's technology dude you gotta just gotta be patient dude that's tech dude yeah but I think we're at a good, uh, we actually figured out some settings we didn't even know that. So now it's actually better. I think that you're somehow it was streaming at 1080 and it was like too much for everyone in this. Yeah, I've never even gone I didn't realize it went to that. that. I've never well, changed that. So yeah. I've been doing it at standard definition ever since we were on Twitch. Yeah. Okay, now we're good. Welcome. And we can help him. Back. There he is. <laughs> All right, now now that I've figured out what the hell I'm doing over here, um, my camera is going to be laggy. Just to let you guys know, it's just that's the way it is right now. I'm sorry, it's I don't all have good. It's camera. okay. Yeah, yeah. As long as you hear us in real time and we hear oh, you, I hear you guys loud and clear. Loud we had some funny clear. stuff with Alan, uh, drummer of uh, Black Dahlia. I don't know if you follow this show, but there's a uh, one of our clips. It's only like five minutes long. He had a, a video freeze up situation that was so fucking funny dude go back and what was yeah, the last it was. was it the last episode dude, oh yeah like, we're yeah, probably dude. gonna get a bunch of those out of me like i'll you know <laughs> i'll move the mic over so if i make a stupid face we got this. yeah yeah if, if you notice it freezing really bad just make some crazy faces and i'll there you go yeah nice that's it that's Perfect. it actually that's pretty good right it lags just right yeah like a meme um <laughs> But at least my audio is pretty clear, right? It's not bad. 
Yeah, no, it's it's sound it's popping less. It's still popping, but fuck it, dude. You you sound clear. We can hear you fine. It's a little popping, but it's okay. Yeah, I got some clocking issues with my great. my setup right now. It's gonna do it every now and again, but not terribly. Suddenly, it sounds better. Yeah, right now it sounds good. I think the microphone heard us talking about it. So. <laughs> it might have been like, yo, stop go. talking shit. I talked to Casey yeah. too. He said that our, our little fishing conversation. We're gonna we're gonna make sure that stays in because that was that was fun. I like talking about fishing, dude. Dude, me too. Yeah, I I fucking I love fishing. I try to go as much as possible. I try to go to the beach as much as possible. Um, it's just you know it's healthy. You got to do something healthy. <laughs> totally and our our uh our uh homie david he used to be an odious uh he likes to fish a lot too he fished constantly off the off the shore right yeah I, i've gone with him a few times lately oh, Did awesome. you guys catch anything uh some stuff he catches halibut sometimes but they're usually like a bit too small but like i think once as it warms up he's like all stoked mm -hmm. but he goes out on these trips on these boats like you know like out of the harbor here in oceanside and they go out for like different periods like i think one of them is like four to nine p.m wow and uh you know he comes back with he he got some uh what was the fish that he got i forgot what it was called darn but he made the best ceviche out of it um i have to ask him what that was some kind of before we get yeah, too really further good. into this though like usually in the beginning of these we do plugs and all that stuff they got a tour coming up do we have the flyer ready or not Oh, dude, it's I'm not somewhere. that fast. <laughs> so I'll find it. Here, why don't you start talking about it? I'll find it here. Yeah, dude. So when does that start? So it starts July 8th in Sacramento. Uh, nice. We, dude, that's my uh, wife's birthday, dude. Maybe I'll, and I got family up there. Maybe I'll be there for Bryce's dude, that's, birthday. <laughs> that's fucking sick. Happy birthday. Yeah, I'll bring, her out, I'll bring her out for her birthday to a death metal show. She'll be super stoked, dude. So my birthday is actually the following day in seattle i'm oh, uh, nice. born on july 9th so cancers we rule yep yeah right. i'm a scorpio so both of us have pinchers dude that's what we always say that's why I'll you fucking, guys go I'll fucking pinch you, dude. Dude. hell yeah, hell yeah. But I, also I, got a, I got a poisonous tail though too so you better watch out dude yeah that's that shit's fucked up <laughs> whoever designed the scorpion is a fucking asshole <laughs> right <laughs> seriously dude it was oh, Bill because he is the kingdom of God. <laughs> it's always Bill's fault, man. <laughs> he took so it, it, that's he sick. So it starts in Sacramento, huh? Nice. Yep. Starts up in Sac, and then um, we make our way through the U.S. and we end in um, L.A. at the Whiskey, which is pretty okay. sick. Dude. Which is pretty sick. But um, I'm very excited. We have a lot of great bands um on this tour with us have a lot of sick um bands like hopping on for like a couple of weeks or like a week or so and then hopping off and changing out i'm mm -hmm. sure there's going to be a bunch of really sick local bands i always try to encourage people to check out their local scene and oh, the local yeah. metal bands as much as possible because it's not as good um in other areas so as like it's California such a it's like such a Dude, pleasant awesome surprise when you're coming through on yeah. tour and then you have a, a local opening band that actually makes your um makes you pay attention yeah sean i think you might want to switch your audio bro to the the, Check, the gam. i just it, i heard it popping try this yeah, i think this might be better uh, it's, it? yeah, it's still pretty bad dude. i think it might Fuck. for hours it might get kind of yeah it's a little rough 
That's okay. If you just want to use your your webcam, it's probably fine. You know, can she hear? Hold on. Let me let me try something else. No worries. All good. Uh, in the chat, stabbing. Yeah, dude. I really want to have. Uh, I want to have them on, dude. I I met them in Vegas briefly. I mentioned it a few times on the show, and um, super super awesome d- people. I was gonna say dudes, but there's also chicks in the band. It's half and half, and they're both. It's a couple. It's two couples. That's such that's such a fascinating thing to me that it's like. All right, having a relationship. Yeah, you and Bryce, like, <laughs> but so it's like everybody knows that the the relationship between a male and a female is a complex thing, and to be able to like steady that course constantly is always a what fucking. Do you, what do you mean? I don't know what you're talking about. No, I'm saying like <laughs> we've we got it down, but I'm saying it took <laughs> us a long time to get there, you know. So, and and so having two couples, they have to be like Zen if they're going to be into like a full four on four-way relationship they've added a new relationship to their relationships because a band mm-hmm. is another relationship you know see For all sure. that interweaving like i have a relationship with you guys but that's outside of my marriage like with them it's my relationship with my spouse is also my relationship with my band and it's also in a relationship with another spouse who also has another spouse. it's like god that weaves it that like folds in on itself so many times like it, it just awesome that they can like hold it down and i wonder what if like they show up to practice and like they had an argument on the way there like one half of the band had an argument so how would that jam be you know definitely i mean i think it adds to it like fuels it you know someone had a fight with their wife and they come to band practice oh like, yeah oh, dude i totally remember that now that you you just totally <laughs> made me remember there was like a specific carnivorous practice and i had like a really bad fight with my girlfriend right before i got there but it like not only does it bleed away super fast but it like it, it motivated me to be like super good that night i felt great after i was like oh dude i killed that set got out all that bullshit and now i'm feeling like settled again you know it's a therapy uh, dude it's a therapy for us it really is it really is i think it goes back to god damn it, it's still popping um it, it goes is. way back for us and you actually sound less you don't sound as good as you did on the other one so it's like <laughs> popping it's- and less quality all right give me a minute it's all good, dude. All right. I had to get a better background going. Totally, dude. The palm trees. Uh, okay. I couldn't figure out that there's no black one. Like, how does Joel do that, dude? Like, I don't like the, because the logo is like behind us, you know? He's IT, bro. <laughs> Whatever. It's cool. I think this will work. Like the pink. But yeah, dudes. What's up? We are partying now. You know, it's kind of a, one of those parties you show up to at seven, but you're like, yeah, you know, no, there's no one here yet. Uh, well, uh, everyone's coming. It's just not quite here. Let's just keep hanging out. Dude, it's a sick party. It's getting better by the minute, dude. Yeah, dude, dude. it's already sick. IT, bro. Dude, Jedi Grind knows what's up, dude. AKA Murdoch, what up? <laughs> brutal Vokes, for sure, dude. She's the nar- She's like hey, the most Murdoch. brutal, like guttural female vocalist I've ever heard. Uh, Cheney can fucking. She's got the, like the power shit. She she could do like multiple. Pipe, dude, uh, Cheney's amazing. She's got she's got like the range. She she can belt it, but when it comes to that like gurgly, slammy, almost you know, uh, Maddie way esque, like she 
does it just as good, if not better, than most of the boys that are doing that shit right now, you know? Oh, uh, dude, I, I agree. I think her, like, her tenacity and just her approach behind music, her and Naveen together are such a great team, and they have such a good, like, artistic flow together that's definitely, like, I think it adds a lot to what she's done over the years. Because I've seen them, like, start Entheos, and, like, when it was kind of, like, an idea... And to what it is now, it's just evolved artistically mm-hmm. so much. And her her vocals have just gotten better and better and better. And like she's killing it. They're both killing it. I'm really, really stoked for that band. And no doubt, dude. Really and are. again, back to the, you know, the dynamics of being in a relationship. That's two relationships they're having with each other. They live with each other. That is like all of that is is just perfect perfect um evidence that those two are meant to be together you know they're a a match made in fucking death metal heaven dude because they can stand each other's presence all day they can create (laughs) all day with each other and be stoked on it and they're both like fucking top tier at what they do so yeah they're hard workers you know they're not slouches they definitely work really hard on their craft and like you could tell they put a lot of effort into their like social media stuff nowadays and like a whole bunch of things that they're trying to release for people. And it's really awesome to see that that all kind of pay off. And, you know, in a way, I've been like silently working for the past 10 years on a project of my own that I've been just like not really telling people about and kind of keeping under wraps. And um, we're finally at the point where we're going to put put some stuff out soon. We're recording a video on the second in front of a green screen um, with uh, some really cool people. And we're hoping that when we release it, that it's going to get that kind of attention. Hopefully we'll see. Mm -hmm. We definitely put a lot of uh, blood, sweat and tears into it. And it's a very modern thing. And uh, it's kind of like in line with like Entheos, like with what they're doing. Um, But obviously it's like my own spin on it. Yeah. Yeah different thing and also there's no guitars in it Mm. so there's there's no guitar players in it it's all bass and it's um yeah dude i think dude i don't know it's still to to switch to your just webcam man because it would sound fine i think like it's just yeah it's something's oh man it's all good the mic it's it's the uh this freaking midas setup i have right now it's just not killing it uh let me try one last thing okay no worries dude yeah yeah jedi what oh shit you got yeah he's got dude the merziest dude we gotta we gotta see i i keep (laughs) he keeps asking me to send him pictures i i fucking keep forgetting to take pictures all mine dude i got the most out of all y'all motherfuckers probably because no matter what dude i got the first run which was only the severed dudes so back up all y'all mersey motherfuckers let's just see how quiet it can get Are you just going to the, is he just going to go to the uh, computer audio? That probably will sound best, dude. I'm sure that's what you're telling him to do. 
Yeah, dude. So this is the first Cali Death podcast that has gone. This is a ray. This is definitely as a ray as it's. Oh, look. What up, dude? Super fucking quick little change. Dude, I should go throw something on, dude. What What else? Yeah, dude. I mean, <laughs> dude, this is like the. I figured it would look nice with a collared like thing underneath. It's digging it. I dude, like this one. This is the. Do uh, I? I think mine. Seven. My odious uh, basketball one, I think, is red too. I got two. One's like black. One's red. And I got two baseball ones. I got four. It's pretty sweet. Yeah, I don't. I I really don't even know how many. I think I got like five or six, something in there. I wore dude, that's, like it's every so, Super Bowl baseball, whatever game. I just wear them. I don't care what sport it is. I just wear Murray uh, sent me a link. Uh, Mike Smith is fucking rocking one, dude. It's like Sick. every yeah. yeah, dude. Dude, I haven't talked to Mike in forever. I hope he's doing good. I, I, he did a podcast like recently with uh, the dude from Pyrexia. What was that one? Yeah, um, I think that's the one that uh, he sent me because. He was Sick. rocking it. Yeah, I was dude. watching the first part of it out before work. I was like, "Dude, this is pretty good." Fuck so yeah! So was I didn't even check it really out good. though. Is that is that Mike's podcast or is it I the dude so. from Pyrexia's podcast? I thought it was Mike's. Was it the other guys? I wasn't sure. I don't know. I don't. I I actually I hadn't know. checked it out yet. But I'd love to fucking talk to Mike Smith, dude. Yeah, I'd love to. Like, oh yeah, no, he's he's fucking awesome. He's a legend, dude. Straight up. Effigy, effigy was even though you know pierced like is the solid number one for me. Effigy was actually like my first real introduction. Oh, dude, to yeah, effigy was the yeah for sure. It, it went from it went it was a relapse compilation that had a uh, um, infecting the crypts from human waste. Demo. Yeah, sick. and I was like, "Oh, this is fucking dirty, but brutal." And then I dug and found that that was the first full length, and what, that was my first Suffo record, Effigy. Us, yeah, dude. And so that, Effigy, and I forgotten. Yeah, and ever since That's then, it was it was just fucking. Dude, my favorite thing about listening to death metal, like even to this day, but like especially back in like when I first got into it, like, you know, high school years and stuff, it was just like, you know, and you're just blasting it in your car, just crank. So it's like almost Dude. where it just sounds like shit. Cause it's like, 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 you know, blasting the speakers. Uh, it's like distorting, but it's like, you pull up to somebody at the stoplight and they got their car and like all the people and they're just like sitting there with their family. It's just like, chin, 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 you know, just, <laughs> just like, you know, like Dude, I, I miss that, man. And it's cool too. Like I, I miss like going to school you know, like high school and like after high school and stuff and like pulling up somewhere and you're listening to like necrophagist or, mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. Suffo or whatever. And like so you pull up next to someone, they're like, what the hell is that, dude? I yeah. miss that. You know, dude, now the way. Like knows what it is. Dude, so, all of a sudden you, know, you, cool. you sound and look amazing now, dude. What happened? It's like perfect. What did you do, dude? <laughs> I got I got rid of the stupid camera situation. That's what it was. It was causing a, a work clock oh, issue with my Midas. So uh, now my Dante network. Now it's fucking perfect. Yes. All right. Yeah, no latency. Power parting, I people. love it. A nice little one hour intro there. Just getting <laughs> warming up. Hey, but you know what? You know how we roll. We uh, we're in no rush, dude. So we are, uh, dude. Just, uh, this is all good, dude chilling by the pond here tis what it tis yeah. so 
Well, now that you sound fucking amazing, dude, let's start talking about you, dude. Yeah, let's get into it now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That sounds good. I hate talking about myself. Well, you're going to be I'm doing it for a little bit, dude, because I'm going to... You guys, but we'll, we'll talk about me. That's cool. Yeah. Nah. So you're not going to like this then, dude, because I want you to go as far back as you possibly can remember. I want you <laughs> to take me to childhood and and tell me about that time where... Dr. Trapani has something to ask you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when, when during your childhood development, your brain became a sponge enough to where you're like, oh shit, dude, this song's dope. Like, like before or no, after it just became or, or was just background music, you know? Like, when did you like pay attention to something like you heard? And even if it isn't just that, like back to that time where like, you know, where music became something important. Oh man. I mean, for me, like I, I'll never forget the first time I heard, uh, like, um, Elton John's rocket man. That was nice. it for me, really. And I was probably oh, yeah. like, you know, like seven or eight mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and this babysitter was over taking care of, of us. And basically, uh, you know, I was like curious about music and she showed me that. And I, I beat the hell out of that song. I must have like I've asked to play it like a million times and listened to it a million times. Yeah. But um it was it's kind of like a natural like gravitation for me to be into music cuz like um like my parents never really had like a preference. They kind of were just like whatever's on the radio is cool, you know? Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I didn't really start developing a preference for it until I got older, but I always knew that like I really, really enjoyed it. You know what I mean? Like it just it music in particular songs stuck out in my head more than anything else. So so you're you're younger, but you're seeing that your parents are just kind of like whatever comes. You know, we're at the grocery store. What's playing on there? Hey, I can get down with that beat. Whatever. Yeah, you know? yeah. And, and like we never really learned the names or like. Mm -hmm. uh, the album names or anything we just they just put stuff on and that was it and it was good you know what i mean it's good radio music is pretty good so. totally totally and uh but then you had to have said okay i'm moving further into this i'm going to get more interested to where it's not just about letting the radio feed it to me i'm going to start digging for my own stuff like yeah. i don't know if that gets i don't know if that gets before or after you started actually playing instruments because i always like to way before it it came way before instruments oh, yeah. okay oh yeah man it's like it's so weird i've always had a very like i said a strong gravitation towards music so once my friends showed me like green day and blink 182 and like all these like old school like you know punk band no effects and all this other stuff Mm -hmm. you know that's not necessarily new old whatever yeah and i was just i was very confused and like whole i was blown the fuck away and i kind of just like kept diving and diving and asking people to show me more and more and more and more so and what year what were you were you uh <laughs> born what year were you born 90. okay so you're by the time you're seven it's already 97. so when you're asking for you're asking for all this how old are you teenage years yeah yeah i'd say like you know early early tweens <laughs> so so you so you instruments came later huh like what age did you start oh, playing much later i started playing bass when i was like 16. wow okay. yeah yeah much later um i always played like violin 
and cello mm-hmm. and upright mm-hmm. bass and in the school programs and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. But um, I played sports in school mostly, lacrosse and football. So nice. That, that I was, was, kind of I was like a football player as well. Secondary thing, you know. Until, yeah, yeah. until I was about to graduate, and I had a um, a teacher basically tell me he's like, "Listen, like, there's not many kids like you. You should really pursue this more. You know, just consider it." And I did. Yeah. I really did. And I really pursued it more. And I like it. I'm not hurt. So <laughs> totally, dude. Now that I, yeah, now that we know all this stuff about football and and all the long term head trauma that so many people get from that shit, it's like I don't want my kids to play that shit either. But so yeah, I I, I could see a 16 year old coming in and and starting to play all those instruments in the program, and then that teacher seeing, hey, like this kid has no previous um, history with this and he, and you obviously picked it up really quick. So I would, uh, as that teacher, I would also nudge you in that direction too. Right. Yeah. I mean, like definitely um, when I talk to kids and stuff nowadays, because sometimes I teach um, and I talk to younger people about it and that are in school still like high school and they're, very bewildered about touring and about playing out and being a musician as an adult and stuff like that like you know if if you're gravitated towards some whether it's music or art or anything you should absolutely pursue it and you know ignore the stigma of of everybody telling you like oh there's no money in it and whatever Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but it's, it's actually the you know it's the opposite of that it's more about how hard you work and how much you let yourself be gravitated towards your craft or your art or or whatever it is you're doing so that's kind of like what what happened with me i just kind of like naturally progressed into just like life being hard and music being easy Mm -hmm. you know what i mean and being like okay i could just i could just shift it when things are tough teeter totter yeah yeah, and it's great because, like you said earlier, you know, you had a fight with your girl and you went to practice and beat the crap out of your instrument, and afterwards you felt better. You know, it's mm-hmm, kind of, mm-hmm. kind of hey, yeah. Thing. I'm not. I'm just a vocalist, but so I'm just fucking growling into the mic, and getting that out. But yeah, that's an when instrument. Man. I, when I was 19 or 20, yeah, you have one of those 19 year old or 20 year old relationship arguments that don't mean shit and you're just like fuck that i'm going to practice and you get in there and then you and then after you're done you get all the fucking aggression out you're like you know what i was kind of an asshole i'm, I'm gonna call her and be like oh, <laughs> you know yeah what i said was shitty i'm sorry you know all that kind of because you got all the the bullshit out of the way you know Absolutely. things just can pile up and actually get in the way of you you know seeing quotations through to something you know yeah and absolutely guys at that age you don't even know what the fuck's going on you're only 20 you haven't even fully developed as a man yet no know? not at all you're actually you yeah. trying to act you walk around hard and try and act like you did but you didn't you're still fucking you're not fully sculpted yet as a man no definitely and like there's so much to life you have to experience you know in your 20s mm-hmm. and like um Luckily for me, or unluckily for me, I got I had to work really, really hard to uh, survive in New York and stay here. Yeah, you know, it's very expensive to live here. It's always been expensive to live here. So I've always I've always had full time jobs, two jobs, three jobs, and music as well. So it's not always about you know you can't you can't just like get out of high school or college and be like all right 
I'm going to be a professional at whatever I'm doing. You, you really got to pay your dues. You know, you really got to work hard and, and sometimes do a whole bunch of stuff that you don't want to do. <laughs> yeah. Just to get there. New York so. is, is classically had a reputation of just being like, hey, keep up or fucking get walked on. Yeah. yeah. And that's why we're so straight up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just, you tell it like it is and, and, the, and that's it. You know? And that's that, and, and it's it. not necessarily like a totally negative thing to say. It's like, hey, dude, no. I'm keeping up. So if you're gonna trip in front of me, I'm gonna have to walk over you to get yeah, to man. where I'm going. Like I'm saying that literally, but uh, you know, this is just metaphor. You know, like uh, as yeah. as as just the, what the grind is like in in a place like New York. It's it's there's no blinking there's no yawning you just gotta fucking keep up with the flow dude yeah if you if you sleep in or you take off too much you just can't live here you know what i yeah. mean it's very work oriented i've always done construction roofing um audio engineering live sound engineering teaching like whatever whatever i can to pay the bills yep yep and that's it but totally uh, dude so back to uh, high school and shit so you're you're, sure. you're getting good at the string instruments okay so by the time you graduate had you decided on bass yet or no okay. no okay. i was i was gifted a bass and i didn't want it wow i was gifted a bass and i did not want it but um my music teacher in high school was like we don't have any bass players for the jazz band and we need a bass player for the jazz band if we want to keep that part of the budget. Mm -hmm. Can you do it? You're the only person who could just pick up instruments here and yeah, figure it out. So I did it. I did it. And so, like, you know, I really did get into bass uh, pretty heavily. Like, um, you know, Jaco Pistorius and Victor Wooten videos and stuff like that really was like, oh, wow, I didn't realize that bass could be cool and not just like a background noise, you know? Right, right. And and, and kind of like with popular hard. music, you you are almost trained to think that, you know, but really we've said it a few times, many a times on this podcast and me too. Personally, I've now have grown to, to love the bass more than most things that I'm listening to when I'm listening to a song. I've, I tend to fall to the rhythm section now before it used to be riffs and solos and crazy vocals now i'm you know creeping up on 40 and i'm like no nah, i just want to listen to the drummer and the bass player go off together you know that's a that's a really really good point um that's really something good to talk about because past couple of years i've been really getting into engineering like mm -hmm. heavily um live engineering and in the studio and um you know i've I've worked uh, a lot with my friend Nick um, out here in Long Island on a bunch of different projects. And we've even worked on taking apart like an SSLG from the 90s and putting it back together and all that stuff. And, you know, I got to say, like, uh, compared to like, you know, like, look, if you take like uh, hair metal from the 80s, mm -hmm. you know, and you listen to that and you listen to the production in the mixes there's so much warmth to them yeah you know besides all the the cracky snares and the falsetto vocals and 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 the ripping guitar solos and all that stuff if you listen to the rhythm section like the kick drum and the bass and that stuff there's a lot of warmth 
in the mixes back then. Like they really wanted to fill out a system. And I think somewhere along the, the lines in metal, like we just kind of like our brains like fell off. We only wanted to hear guitars and kick drums mm -hmm. and snare drums. Mm -hmm. And everything else is just kind of like, you know, if there's toms in it, great. If there's not toms in it, well, all right. Well, at least there's some sick kick drums and snares. Yeah, it's like you're just explaining like bleeding profusely. That yeah. that album is there. I don't I don't know if he hits the tom more than three, four, five times that whole album because it's just blast beats and breakdowns, dude. Yeah. Yeah. But I love it. I love it. I love it to death. Jedi Grind, to Murray's well. favorite album of all time. And I love that shit, but that that was at that time like what most people were just going for. Like, just yeah. like, where's the guitar? Where's the riffs? Where's the breakdowns? Where's the blast beats? You know, you know. But, I I think nowadays though, um, like Jacob Amansky and um, myself and like Nixon Jealous, who who was uh, God, he was doing Havoc and all that. You know, those guys and Evan Brewer. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. We're all Evan's trying to bring back sick, that. Dude that warmth man like that real heavy low end but with the very technical and like you know um artistic approach to it yeah you know, where it's it's like it needs to be in the mix it's like part of the entertainment it's not just there to support you know the mm -mm, guitars mm -mm. it's not just there to support the drums it's actually like part of the song and to <laughs> a to a um an ear that doesn't know how to comprehend but still loves what they're listening to it you know they may not even realize that there's a there's a part of the song that they really love but it's actually the bass that's making them love it the most but they just lean on what you know it it doesn't you know what i'm trying to say here it's like yeah they, they, they i personally can't really describe like in detail music theory and how you know bass works with drums and guitar together but it's it's something that like there's there's sections of songs where you're like oh the the underbelly the warmth of that section is really what makes me love it the most yeah you know yeah and like i definitely i encourage people to start a being mixes like put you know on a song from one band that you really like and then put on another song and tell your and ask yourself like what do you like about it what don't you like about it what did mm -hmm. you like about the last song more than the the other song were the riffs better or was it the mix was better you know what i mean or the drum production was better or or whatever so it's pretty interesting to see like you know like pop music is a very old style of music you know what i mean it's been yeah. around for a very long time and like metal music is still very new in comparison you mm -hmm. know what i mean so it's mm -hmm. really cool like we're all kind of a part of this like super gray area yeah in, in mixing production writing like people are are still like to this day like no like this is the way to play that no this is how we do it, this is how we do it. you know <laughs> yep, I mean? yep. which is which is great which is great but I that's definitely... that's why it evolves the way that it does though you know yeah. i just i want more of that warmth in it again you know, yeah. like uh, Cody uh, from Spite, he's got like a new studio up in, um, in I think it's an SF. I'm not sure. I'm sorry, Cody. I don't, I don't remember where it is. But uh, he, he's been posting pictures of it. It's a brand new facility. It's way bigger than his last one. It's really sick. But they just put out, um, Spite put out some music, some new stuff, a new single. And I was listening to it the other day. And, you know, he definitely mixed it. And 
possibly mastered it as well but damn i was just like this this the undertone like of the album is so warm of the i'm sorry of the single is just so warm it's really good mix and um that's kind of like that's where i'm trying to go into the direction of moving forward for all the bands i'm involved in and everything is like i think we've been all focusing on playing and writing so much that we've ignored this whole side of it and i think that's what you know is going to make metal like more popular and more acceptable as Mm -hmm. as it evolves totally if we want it to stick around (laughs) yeah we obviously it's whether or not we want it to stick around metal wants to stick around dude it'll it'll find a way i think it's like interesting too like how like i don't know like like slower styles of metal or like classic kind of styles like kind of like they have more space for the sound you know so like they can have a bigger sound like with the kick or the snare or like whatever you know and then like imagine like you know some big 80s like you know say even judas priest or something that's still heavy Good. but imagine like 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 that like kind of sound but imagine that with like a blast beat you know so it's yeah like, that's kind of like crazy you know <laughs> that's kind of what I, where i'm getting at basically is like that yeah. where it's like it's got all that warmth and the bigness of like a huge production but it's like still crystal clear and modern and like new you know it's very it's a very fine line we're walking we're walking on as we're making new metal and new music so Um, i think the interesting part is like the like how fast it is kind of determines the mix too right so oh yeah oh yeah slower stuff you can mix it like fatter and have this like you know um approach that if it doesn't go above a certain speed right it kind of sounds cool like that you know especially with like drum tones you know dude definitely yeah. and it's it's all about the technology we're using too you know like yeah, uh, totally. the way our computers are perceiving that and the way our our preamps are perceiving that and how all that communicates together that creates a sound in all in on its own so yeah it's interesting like when you work on death metal and you're you're editing drums for death metal and then you go to like a singer songwriter thing and it's just like oh wow these drums sound so much better it's just they're playing slower and it's giving all the everything a chance to breathe like um but you you play fast are you still (laughs) playing fast what's up oh yeah totally oh yeah he's still playing fast dude definitely yeah man it's been cool been doing that for a while just uh but now more i mean like since i uh was able to well i started jamming with diego like when i moved back down here in 2015 so like from disgorge shout out to diego oh yeah Uh, the riff wizard you know riff wizard and uh so we we were jamming for a while and stuff and then like so i kind of got back into it like around then and i was like i was like uh yeah we're like working at a school and i could like practice there um and then uh once i opened my studio in 2017 like i uh i could like jam like all the time so joseph came down and we started jamming and in, doing improv things and like R- riley mcshane would come over and oh, we, yeah. we'd do improv jams and shit like that and then diego would come over and we'd jam so at that time I, and then i like kind of like got the actually changed my pedals back from the the longboard setup i had and then i like put it back to like the shortboards but like True. with the same pedal setup and everything so i kind of rechanged that and then i was like kind of reinvigorated to like get back into it you know so but yeah ever you since still then, have those you still have the footage of those improvs right yeah those are up like on my uh, we YouTube should show them again soon that's yeah those are cool those are fun. 
Yeah, I'm definitely going to check that out now. That's Joseph on Saxon shit. So we have some more to come to 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 be announced, but we're going to start doing more fun like improv Twitch videos and stuff like of just all kinds of fun shit. And Joseph's got all this stuff going on with his guys up there with Dreamer and all all the bands that he's in. You know, I can't even begin to name all of them, (laughs) but uh, you know. Yeah, we yeah. have we have ideas to kind of expand this thing into like a yeah a channel, an umbrella of the, you know other ideas for shows and and just stuff that we just want to do with it now. You know, are you guys trying to have like live jams? Like what what's what's hell going yeah on? yeah. So I, I heard like about guests, something yeah. called like satellite plugin or something like that a while ago because I was trying to do this when I had uh, my old studio. And I was streaming from there. Um, I just moved out here, so I haven't been able to stream in a while. I have to get my my internet situation together. I'm doing this all off of Wi-Fi right now, and it's terrible. <laughs> but um, yeah, once once I get my my uh, internet situation together, then I'm gonna start live streaming again. And my goal is to use this satellite studio plugin thing and try to jam with some people live. It's like just anybody. software. It's just software. Yeah, yeah it's and it, it, it just works like a plugin. Apparently, it's wow. satellite studio or satellite Whoa. plugin, something or other. You gotta yeah. check it out. We gotta Dude, do some see, there we go. We just found another thing that could be another possible thing. That'd be sick to have like international jams, dude. Dude, we totally could. I don't know how the latency would be, but it might work. It might work out. Who that's knows? been the thing that's been like a big thing for a while if people have been trying to do that like certain ways it's just, you know? there's it's just linking it up it's just tough. doesn't work i think with audio it's not as bad but with doing you know video with it and stuff i think but uh, video is the challenge for sure especially yeah. when everyone's trying to use like super sick cameras and like yeah you know all that and everyone I mean, needs to be on gigabit at least yeah. Give it ten years, it'll be fu- it'll be going. Yeah, I, yeah. You know, I was gonna sure. say like it. You know, some people would be like, "Well, why the fuck can't we do that right now? Come on, guys! Like, look at look at all we got. Elon Musk, dude. Like, why don't we just hit him up? He'll fucking figure it out." And and it's just like the fact that it's possible right now. We just need to work some kinks out. Like, dude, we're fucking doing great, dude. Yeah. Our kids, my kids, are gonna have some fun shit to deal with. You know. Oh, we're gonna be we're gonna be so stupid when we're in our fifties. <laughs> yeah, but that's comparison. That, just have the kids start taking care of us in our fifties, dude. I think I learned how to use a computer on an Apple three or two in school, like in uh, like third grade or fourth yeah, grade. Yeah, they had yeah. the apples, and we played uh, Oregon Trail. Oh, totally, dude. Stop. Oh, I'm sorry. I can't say Oregon. It's Oregon. <laughs> <laughs> Oregon that's, so yeah you're so that's yeah. only yeah because i was born in 84 so i would have been doing the same thing i was only like five years behind you know when we would have been playing that so Pretty you guys still were working with floppy drives and shit oh, like yeah. that dude now kids got ipads there's like five-year-olds beating the crap out of me in call of duty <laughs> it's amazing people are gonna yeah. be so smart compared to us yeah absolutely yeah. With with technology, no doubt, dude. I'm oh, definitely yeah. the most illiterate in technology on this podcast. I uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm very surprised that I can make it work as easy as it, I can, you know. But yeah, uh, looks and sounds great. But the thing is, is that I it's so funny. I didn't even have a computer or internet in my house for the first like eight years of me living at this house. Damn. 
we we just never eight years eight years dude never had like internet. a blackout i will say i i did that little undo cutty neighbor password but he gave it to me i did that for a little bit but even <laughs> before then dude we didn't have this the streaming on tv like yeah. we were so late with that dude that's why i made fun of you with the jeff foxworthy thing <laughs> yeah dude. So like i uh, i went to my cable i went yeah i went to my parents house like last week and they have this like 2022 jeff foxworthy like flip calendar like for each day you know nice. it was like uh it was like that day you know that was like the day of the podcast or whatever you know and it was like uh you know like if you you might be a redneck if you ask your your neighbor to upgrade their internet you know? <laughs> yeah, dude. So like, and so i like said it to him like it's funny and yeah dude that's well I, it was too shoddy on his internet in the beginning wasn't there a time you were gonna have him actually upgrade his internet though like actually no no we were just joking about it we were just joking about it but yeah that's when i because i started doing it here and then you guys are like that shit's garbage dude and that's when i started <laughs> yeah. doing it at my parents house because my mom and dad only lived like seven miles seven minutes away at the time so oh, i do it over there because they have better internet but yeah well, I mean, we, we we did a replay or like a rerun thing of the uh highlights of the episode two with decrepit with matt and bill you know mm -hmm. oh, sick. On, like on sunday and it was like and i could tell your internet anthony you were like <laughs> <laughs> i was the freezy guy yeah, yeah. And I didn't have the cloud lifter and all that stuff. So my my mic, I probably wasn't as loud as I could be. I I still don't watch those. Things. Is that why your mic sounds so good? You got the cloud lifter on and everything. Yeah, yeah it's nice, and warm, yeah. just like what a great product, warm. man. So simple. It is so yeah. simple, dude. It, yeah. it was literally it, that did everything that I wanted it to do right right out of the box. Just plug it in, one, plug it in, plug in both sides, dude. That that's the kind of shit that I need, dude. I don't need like upgrading software and all that kind of shit. Then I just say, all right, dude, I gotta hire somebody because I got three <laughs> kids that are fucking bouncing off the walls right now, and I'm not gonna be able to do this while my youngest daughter is got my middle kid in a headlock. Like, <laughs> oh, I, 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 yeah, dude, dude, my my daughter will fuck some shit up dude because she's got two older brothers and oh, she that's just good knows though it. yeah she's just You're gonna be like, tough dude that's oh she's already tough dude definitely she she is taking people to, i think she's gonna be like one of those ufc fighter chicks dude because she can no do the, the triangle super fast she'll jump on your back around your neck and fall back i'm like it's, it's a natural oh, thing that that's she's great. got you got to put her in brazilian jiu-jitsu man that's, that, that's dude, there's a place literally down the street from my house dude but it's it's also it's like 150 a month you know so I yeah of course, of work course. It in, and three kids dude that's 450 yeah if you have three <laughs> kids you got to get everything in triplicate if one kid gets one thing dude, yeah because yeah. yeah, i can't i can't bring her home and have a uh and it, well actually since she's the youngest and she's a girl she should have the advantage but i'm saying like i got to give them all equal if they're gonna if i'm gonna weaponize one of them i gotta weaponize through all of them you know do you guys have those gel guns the you guys ever seen those gel uh -uh. guns? Uh -uh. you gotta check those we're still old school we, we're just nerf dude nerf, dude, nerf is here. sick but these gel guns are where it's at man they got like the gel gun yeah, they got like it looks like they got orbies for ammo they look sick i've been seeing all these videos on tiktok like kids and parents using them fighting with each other and stuff 
friends. So what, I'm sorry. What is it? What does it shoot though? It shoots gel. It looks. They look like Orbeez. Oh, like, so they're like. It's like it's in like home paintballing. Gun. Yeah, yeah. It's just yeah. like harmless paintball. Uh, harmless yeah. paintballing without, without yeah, yeah. the welts and the paint. I don't know if I've told this story on the podcast, dude, but my first time paintballing ever, dude, I I got, uh, so you're supposed to call out when you get hit. Well, I got shot in my fucking gigantic Adam's apple. Damn. As in my first game, dude. And and it literally like, and then no breathing, no talking for like a, a solid minute, dude. So I'm trying to call myself out and I can't say anything. I'm like, that sucks. And and so I just drop into the fetal position, and my homie just rolls up on me and just blasts me in my fucking taint. <laughs> <laughs> and I still can't call myself out, and he knows it, so he's doing it on purpose. Shout out Jack Ch- Josh Chaka Park, dude. He's my homie since fucking preschool, dude. He just he and he's the one who took us out, and he's like, I I got him in the throat. Now I'm gonna hit him in the taint. Oh, he's the one who got you. In the throat, I don't know dude. if he did or not, but I'm just saying that'd be badass if he was. That's he's savage. like, That's he's like, like <laughs> my best friend bro. since I'm, I'm, I'm I'm take him out for his first uh, paintball situation and just give him the fucking expert mode and throat to taint combo, dude. Never, never go throat to taint. <laughs> never. <laughs> All right, dude. Weeds 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 yeah uh, yep. let's get so, back no so we never even talked about your first like time jamming with jamming rock and roll with other dudes when did you start uh, dude i started jamming rock and roll um with other dudes <laughs> <laughs> and and ladies other dudes and ladies nice um, when i was probably i don't know i was like a young teenager i did a uh, i did an elvis uh presley cover band and i also played in a wedding band which was sick and i also did a stevie ray cover band i played bass for all of them and it was fun it was fun that sounds fun yeah yeah it really turned me on to a lot of that music that i was just like like they're like can you play and i'm like yeah they're like here's this here's the sheet music can you play this and i'm like yeah i can play it they're like all right that's Stevie Ray. And I'm just like, who? Okay. Whatever. I'll play it. <laughs> you know? And like now, like as a molder, obviously I've listened to him a lot and gotten to know his music more and more and more. But when I was younger, I didn't like appreciate it. I was just reading the sheet music really. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's all I yeah. pretty much did was read music and play it. That was it. And now uh and then when I got older, I got into death metal. A lot of my friends started getting me into death metal. I didn't like it at first at all i thought it was garbage i was like this sounds terrible to me what mm-hmm. yeah i hated it i absolutely how hated dare it. you no that's actually so a very sorry. common thing no, we all think that, yeah. so it's valid though man when you grow up listening to fucking backstreet boys mixes yeah and britney mm-hmm. spears on the radio all the time and mm-hmm. then you go to listening to like you know despise the sun ep or like any cannibal corpse record from the night anything like you're just like what the fuck is this this doesn't mm-hmm. even sound it's like hard. music it's hard to compute dude yeah it, there was such a long journey that it, you would take to get to that that you just bypassed and that's why it doesn't make sense yeah you know 
you yeah. got to build it up along the way to where you're totally ready to take in despise the sun and really appreciate it as the best death metal ep that's ever been recorded i agree with that statement yeah. i love i love that ep that's my favorite suffo material it's, like, it, uh, casey it's and i have said that. the the words despise the sun and suffocation to each other thousands of times probably in the time that we've been friends because we just constantly talk about it, it always boils down to that you know like or or the question of what if despise the sun was a full length would it be oh, i wish would it would it be better than pierced you know who knows we'll never know we'll now never we just know. have to wait for the new suffo stuff to come out which is mm -hmm. gonna be really sick i'm so oh, yeah. so pumped on it because uh, I've oh, noticed yeah. Terrence has taken kind of the same path that I have, and we haven't even like really communicated on it. We both just kind of took in, taken up uh, engineering and sound and getting more and more into that stuff. So I'm really excited to hear the new Suffo stuff. I, I think it's it's going to be probably some of their best production yet. I hope my fingers are, nice. are crossed for sure. Sick, um, and I, I definitely definitely know for sure there's not many people out there who who could write like terrence so these songs are going to absolutely be pumbling they're going to smack and then you got charlie who's just an amazing young guy from long island who just really took uh you know he filled some big shoes man to mm -hmm. play those riffs mm -hmm. the, some oh, of those yeah. riffs are really hard and if you if you've never seen the band live um and you've only listened to the records i suggest you go to a show because it's it's a much different experience than the you hear all the riffs mm -hmm. and they are just ferocious ferociously yeah. hard fast talented all of it it's very i've never had a bad live suffo mix i don't i know people probably have but i'm i'm just you know i'm i guess i'm just stoked that i never every time i've seen suffo even in other places than this the san francisco spots that they've played every time suffo has like just been perfect for me same same and um, and and like seeing him even even like the ones that stand out is like regency ballroom with um cole ross on drums oh damn and and i'm standing there right That's next true. to maddie way and we're standing next to the guy who's fucking doing sound and it's just Cole Ross is not missing one note, dude. Everybody's not missing one note. Everybody is perfect, and you're that, just like that this. lineup is is probably my favorite lineup of the band today. Like Derek on bass, Cole Ross, Guy, you know Frank and mm -hmm. Terrence. That mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. that is the ultimate suffo live lineup, in my opinion. Um, Cole Ross is playing, dude. He's just He's like, you know, I always tell him, I'm like, dude, you set up your drums so fucking weird to me. They're just, they, <laughs> it looks wrong. But like his playing is so soulful. And he, like you said, he doesn't, when he's in it and he's in the groove, man, he doesn't fuck up. Like, yeah, it's it, amazing. And, and, and it's like, not no clicks, no click tracks, no in-ear monitoring, no click tracks. Like, and half the time he doesn't even have anything in his monitors. Like, He's like, nope, band, you're following me. I know mm -hmm. every every drum part I'm gonna play and the speed it's gonna be at. You guys have to just stay with me. And yeah. it's crazy. Amazing. Amazing. 
And then uh, you got a guy like Terrence who's like, fuck yeah, I'm staying with you, dude. And then you get a suffocation. Well, all the other guys too. Just like that whole package just in. Oh, God, I love it, dude. I haven't not seen to say that the lineup now that there's anything wrong with it. Totally. Like just that that lineup to me sure. was just like ultimately legendary for like the time period and the, the band's career and everything to have uh, Cole Ross come back. Cause like you talk to anybody who's like super into Seppo, they'll be like, Oh, despise the sun EP. That's yeah. it. You know? And then one other memorable time I've probably mentioned it on the show too, was Maryland death fest, uh, 2003. Oh, I wow. went, I, I was 19, dude. I flew across the United States to go fucking see Suffo. It was, well, it was more than just Suffo, but it was Suffo's coming back show from their hiatus, you know? Oh, and, okay. Yeah, okay. dude. It literally was their coming back, their their first show you. back, dude. And um, I it, it was I, I don't know if this is actually true, but I remember people saying that it was the re-incremation demo lineup. That was, guy was on stage um mike was on drums um terrence was there but the guy who was playing bass i can't fucking remember his name chris? whoever was playing uh, who played on the reincarnation demo i think it was chris i'm not sure and the reason and that was when because guy played on the demo but then he went and was in Py pyrexia and then didn't play on anything after the demo with suffo right i didn't know that no i'm not yeah. sure to be guy, honest. I, i'm 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 almost 100 that guy was the guitar one of the guitar players on the reincarnation demo and then pyrexia started up and he went and did or either he was already doing pyrexia and then ended up just going to do pyrexia full time and then suffo went got somebody else and then did the human waste ep and then kept on going and then guy came back into the fold shit was it souls to deny i think uh, it was souls to deny dude possibly i'm not really too i'm not too keen on their history like that um uh, but yeah i think well, that's right way, dude, I think I, that's right yeah i was just going so it's like oh dude they're back and it's the demo lineup and i'm fucking flying to fucking baltimore dude you that's know that's so sick yeah and and uh it was fucking dying fetus and fucking suffocation on the same night and i the this i think it's not called it was called the thunderdome and uh it was a smaller venue but it had the balcony that would go around the top and there was pool tables up there and you can get right up to the side and fucking i was like looking down at suffo playing and i'm just like dude this is the best thing that has ever happened to me currently at 19 <laughs> years old dude you know yeah because it's your favorite band but they're in their hiatus you know you caught you oh, yeah. caught well my age i was like you know in betweener with the generations you know dude that's so well, funny because my when i was like 18 19 years old at the gates came back to the united states after like being away for 10 years that, and i got to see their reunion yeah show and it was just like oh my god yeah, i man. think that's what i this this i was telling joseph this earlier when i was you know yapping working on his car like we're doing this loop back situation where you go through time but we're looping looping back and and everything is kind of like it's almost like we go back and and recomb 
history to make sure that we got all the good shit and then push it forward you know yeah <laughs> for sure it's super sick though it's like we're making sure that nothing get all the good shit doesn't get left behind like yeah i think it's forward. important i think it's it, so important listen like a lot of this this old stuff to a lot of the younger people nowadays is probably not going to sound good because to them what sounds good is some crazy high fidelity music they got katie perry they got you know um uh, all these people i can't even think of all the names it's like going nuts in my head right now no i know what you're saying dude it, it's it is a different way music is recorded and mixed and mastered now versus a scott burns recording but if you know you there i wonder what the the ceiling was for the timeline where the the people like me and who can hear it and and understand it and love it because you lived through enough of the 90s or whatever right to be able to understand like what music sounded like back then like i wonder where it hit to where it's just like everybody who was born after that unfortunately will not experience it the same way as you did you know yeah it's tough man it's it's almost heartbreaking you know it is in a sense but it's just like it also reminds you that this is how humans this is how humanity is dude we constantly innovate and whether or not you know the ones who are in in the wake in a sense not really in the wake but like we're we get passed up because exponentially things just happen, dude. And they happen quicker and things change exponentially. You know, humanity does not like to sit stagnant. Yeah. You know? I, I really personally feel like metal is, is sat stagnant for the, like the two thousands, you know what I mean? Like it's kind of like, it's been growing and evolving, but it's like, there's a lot of the stuff coming out. It's like the same, but like recently I've noticed that there's like, newer bands popping up people are being more original they're getting away from this cookie cutter mix and cookie cutter you know style of riff writing and and all that and becoming more inclined to learn more and research more and do more and that's great that's mm -hmm. great but i don't think like you said I, I really don't want people to miss out on you know why cannibal corpse is like one of the biggest death metal bands in the world yeah. you know what i mean or why suffo is one of the biggest death metal bands in the world it's you know they're writing it, there's there's an intelligence behind it there's a there's a scheme behind it and i'm for sure I'm, man i'm yeah. of the i'm i'm of the i like to go i like to find like the the origins of things you know not i don't think maybe maybe that might be a thing that's missing too is like i like like another thing for me would be like i'm into super into tim and eric and i'm like where the fuck does that comedy come from and then you're like mr show back in the 90s and you're like well where does that co comedy come from and, and then it goes back to monty python it's flying circus and that's in the 70s you're like where you, you keep going back and back and back and you appreciate just for me personally i love to appreciate how the evolution happened you know yeah same same to an extent you know there's only so much of that you could focus on yeah yeah i i, I stopped at monty python i'm not gonna go necessarily further back and be like i'll end up in like vaudeville and fucking watching charlie chapman doing the fucking 
skedaddle or whatever the fuck they're doing, you know, but it, it, that's what I'm saying though. It's like, I like to see where, how the evolution of something that I greatly appreciate, you know, how is that born? You know, how, what, what happens to make that happen? Yeah, what, what happens to make a decrepit birth, dude? And how the fuck? Yeah, did hey, you... that's a bill question. Yeah, right. <laughs> They'd be like, oh, I don't know. Bunch of bullshit. <laughs> fucking, fucking hanging out in the woods. Yeah. Smoking acid dude. into do, his do, eyeballs. Do, do you know what Bill calls boogie boarders? <laughs> what? Dick draggers, dude. Oh, uh, yeah, dude. That's right. That's right. I think, um, oh, wait, real quick. Uh, Murray funny. saved me. I think he's got their first ba bass players, Josh. Uh, my eyes are terrible. Josh. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure the dude's name was Josh. So who uh, somebody can school me on that too. Whoever played the Maryland Death Fest 2003. Damn, that's way back. I was 13 years old in 2003, man. So yeah, you're not that much younger than me though. In retrospect, dude, I was 19 when that happened. Yeah. So six years, like now, here we are. We're in our fucking 30s together. You know. It's just Sucks. another decade. <laughs> go back, dude. Let's go. Round two. So, um, all right, dude. Let's get back into you a little bit more, though. I want to know about like bands and shit. I know I we went off into a suffo thing completely after I asked you that question. But so you were you were jamming with some some folks. But when did things get like serious with like okay, I want to I want to do a band. I want to be in a band. So it actually, for me, it was more I wanted to be in a band with like people my own age, you know what I mean? But I wanted to find people who were, you know, able to play and like push the boundaries of music. I was getting really tired of playing the wedding shit and the Elvis shit mm -hmm, and the school mm -hmm. stuff. You know, you can only yeah. do so much. You only beat that stuff up so much and you're just like, all right, well, what's next? Yeah. So I definitely got more into um, trying to find other people to play with and. I, I played with a bunch of people. I actually, even a, a, a teacher in school jammed with me. Nice. Actually pretty talented and pretty good guitar player. He was uh, my social studies teacher. Sick. Awesome. Mr. Newberger. Shout out to Mr. Newberger. See? He's the man. He was Dude, the man. It doesn't matter. You're going to forget most of your teachers, but there's that one guy or those two teachers that, that just nudged you in a direction, and he was totally part of your upbringing dude like for you sure. jam with him if that didn't happen like i mean eventually would have happened but it's just like that was a key component to the sean martinez story right there is having a a guy who knew how to fucking play take you under his wing and show you what's up yeah i mean like he was just we were just like jamming together we'd hang out during lunch period and he'd like show me music other bands like a lot of like Primus stuff, yeah, like fish stuff, and like you know, he would show me some metal stuff, and I'd be like, I don't like it that much, you know mm -hmm, what I mean? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And like, uh, yeah, as I got older though, I just kind of like, oh, fast forward, we like, I progressed, and I wanted to find people my own age to play with, so I found some uh, some friends on Long Island that were a lot older than me. I was like, you know, like pretty young, and they were like six seven years older than me but when you when you're in your teens and like someone's in their late 20s and you're going over their house to like play you know music with them and stuff like that like your parents are like what the 
fuck like yeah no i know not cool like what are you doing kind of weird i mean yeah it's kind of weird but it really is it really is you're going over there and smoking pot and drinking beers with them that's what i'm I'm totally going over there smoking that's exactly what a parent would think even myself dude i got a 10 year old around that corner he's gonna be and i'll be probably thinking the same thing but in reality it's not you're like going there for a specific thing you're yeah 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 yeah. i was going there for music i was going there for music and we jammed a lot and uh that's the drug that's where definitely comes from is doing those jams with those guys and uh you know eventually um after that band and growing up a little bit more i met uh the guys in suffo and um when i was actually when i was recording the ep that we never really released for that band my first death metal band we recorded with uh joe sincata at full force studios on long island new york and um we record with Joe because he worked with Suffo, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, we were like, sick. We want that Suffo guy to work on our shit. That'd be amazing. So Hell yeah. We, we sought him out and he was, dude, Joe's the fucking man. Super approachable guy. Super easy to hit up and be like, hey, we're interested in recording our record at your facility. You know, what does it take? How much money does it cost? What, do, you know, what do we need to discuss to make that happen? And, uh, he was super into it, man. He was like, yeah, you guys come on by and we'll figure it. We went over to the studio, hung out with him. Um, and then I was came down to the day that I had to track my bass parts and I was tracking my bass parts and I was like really uh, focused on my parts and playing them with two fingers only and like very trying to be fast as hell and just kind of like going at it as an 18 year old kid. Yeah. And um dude like joe was impressed and he hit up terrence and derek and they came to the studio eventually and we were all hanging out and recording the uh the bass stuff and it was a great time it was a great time oh, yeah, dude. and that really that got me like hanging out with derek and terrence and all that that really like pushed me into wanting to tour and understand that aspect of it um they actually helped me get like my first like real touring gig i played bass for uh, malevolent creation nice um, yeah before i was even 21 i think it was like 2009 wow yeah man i was under 21 years old and i was playing on tour on a bus with malevolent creation <laughs> and so uh, yeah dude. full-blown chaos was on that tour shout out to full-blown Cla- full-blown chaos i love those guys um they're awesome they're also from New York. totally uh, big they're shout like, out to are they hardcore are they hardcore um, yeah, I mean, I get to me, they're just fucking heavy as shit. Yeah, metal. you should check them out if you've never heard of them. I, I, I have heard the band and I'm sure I've come across the music. I, I just haven't heard it in recent times. I can't put the the sound to the name. I, it sounds like a hardcore band to me, though. Yeah, they, they are. They are kind of hardcore, but to me, they're just heavy and metal. They're super totally. sick. Um, they love to jam out and just rip up stages and when i say hardcore dude i'm not saying that as a bad thing because i actually enjoy like traditional hardcore a lot dude and oh, a lot too. of the new york shit too like there's a lot of like, i just like pissed music you know because i don't you know <laughs> i don't really get pissed that much unless i'm doing the music you know i mean obviously life happens and you get pissed at shit but i'm saying like doing pissed music is like a good therapy for me you know and hearing pissed music is a good therapy for me same thing with like listening to sad music too dude like i don't get like there's times where i don't feel like i've gotten sad enough so i i naturally start listening to sad music to like feel 
sadness. Just it's put like on that Titanic it's, Celine Dion song. And <laughs> away. Or you just like the melancholy aspects of music, you know, and really get leaning into that. But you're just like that. That's another thing that's sick with music too, is it attaching emotion to it or or involuntary emotions when you're listening to music too. Yeah. That's, that's something that I, I still love to get from music, even though it doesn't, it's fewer and far between, especially with like newer stuff. And, and I need people to like know exactly what I would like in order to feed it to me because I just don't have time to dig for all the good shit. There's so much good shit out there that I haven't come across lately. Same. You know, and especially being a musician yourself, you know, like you just, you start working on your own stuff. Or like, you know, like me, I work on my own stuff a lot and I do a lot of live sound engineering work. Mm -hmm. So like tomorrow I'm actually, I'm working um, at the Paramount in Huntington, New York for um, Glassjaw's 20th year. Oh, sick, dude. Yeah, I'm doing sound for uh, Life of Agony. They're, uh, oh, I'm hell yeah, dude. York. Yeah. I'll be Shut working up. Shout that's life agony guys shout out to them yeah, dude awesome. um i got a roadrunner vhs tape for a dollar at amoeba dude and it was a co compilation music video tape that that was so important to my early metal you know upbringing and life of agony had a, a music video on that video that vhs tape dude and i'll it was just one of those, it, you know, you get the, the dump of a compilation, whether it be a CD or, you know, music video compilation, that, that dump and, uh, and getting Sepultura obituary fucking just name it all roadrunner 91. And, and that's what you got on that videotape dude. And, and life of agony. Sorry. I keep uh -huh, going. Yeah. yeah. Life of agony was definitely one of those bands. Where I was like, this is something that stands out on this videotape just in itself too, because like all this shit's crazy and extreme, but like his vocal style on the song was something totally different from everything else on the VHS. And uh, typo negative was also another one of the bands that was on that, that, that stood out too, because everybody was growling or screaming and these guys are actually singing. I'm like, Oh, you can have extreme music with, you know, clean vocals on it too. I fucking love typo negative. Yeah, um, dude. Every time I see oh, Dan yeah. Kennedy from Suicide Silence, <laughs> that's all he talks about, dude. That's my homie. I don't know if you yeah. know that, but that's my like, no. That's I did not know. That. Wait. So Dan Kenny and I started our first death metal band together. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, that's I was. So, uh, it, so I'm still in our hometown right now, but we grew up. We went to high school together. That's wow. my best friend, dude. Like tell that's tell Dan you're on this show, and and he'll be like, dude, that's my best friend, right. and. We started at, right out of high school uh, and did Carnivorous and hooked up with the Severed Savior guys super quick. And Troy ended up becoming our drummer in Carnivorous as well. So that was like our first real deal, like death metal thing coming out of high school. I was in a new metal band before that. Oh, wow. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Was, yeah. Doing, vocals? Doing vocals. Yeah. I was rapping and singing and or trying to sing and screaming. Yeah. But it was That's it was insane. like rap rap took me to me the metal rap crossover. But then I then I got like it's got super extreme. Like we were just talking about earlier, how exponentially it happened. By the time I was a senior, I was wearing Discord shirts, and, and <laughs> you know, it's like 
it just ha- it like took two years of me going to the pound as much as I can to where I can just become this like guy who's like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to do brutal death metal now, guys. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a weird. It's like one day you're just like, you know what? I'm just going to play death metal and say, fuck it. Yeah. But like, like I always wondered, um, cause like, you know, I grew up on the East coast and mm-hmm. we have, we have a huge, huge hip hop community, especially in New York. It's, it's, it's a big deal out here yeah. um, on Long Island, in the city, in the five boroughs, like everybody has grown up with it out here. It's just yeah. part, if you grew up in the nineties, you grew up with hip hop. So, you know, I, I always wonder, like, was that the same for you guys growing no up doubt. out here in California? Yeah. Like, is that? oh hell yeah dude the west coast Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. for sure man west coast dude yeah like i remember for me like because like when i was in like elementary school like i didn't really i mean i'll let anthony answer this question his own way because i'm sure it's gonna be way longer than mine but (laughs) basically like i and i love hip-hop i have a lot i was like showing my i was like teaching the student the other day like a guitar lesson i'd teach a little bit on the side just for fun and like and i was like see look at dude i have like a thousand hip-hop songs you know Mm -hmm. because i was like because he's like, I kind of like different styles of music. And I was like, that's great. You should like a ton of, and I was like showing him how much, you know, different shit. But anyways, Dude, yeah. can you please pick up a guitar and play any Snoop Dogg song and start singing it? Oh, That'd I be- wish. <laughs> I know. I wish I could. That'd be the best. I know. I should be able to. I, we used to jam on one of those. Yeah. We used to play one of those. Like 10 year old kid. But of course, it's all like, it's all parliament shit. Yeah, parliament. But, but yeah, for me, just real quick. So like, in elementary school i didn't really i mean i was more like well actually mc hammer or no no well yeah mc hammer for sure no way the first but like also the big butt song like there was a kid or mix a lot because i was i was like you know born in 83 so like in late 80s i was you know and like so this kid was like he was like the coolest kid because he knew the whole fucking song like like you know he could just he just a rap and it was like i was like in third grade or something i was just like whoa this dude this good fucking <laughs> sick. and like the whole song so that was a big deal you know and then yeah. uh but yeah but i mean in in junior high though i remember it was all about like that coolio song you know the whole like you know gangster's yeah. paradise gangster's thing paradise. that was a big deal oh, and, then, like, yeah. and then that california like song with tupac and shit and then of course tupac mm-hmm. died and mm-hmm. all that so like that was yeah. a big thing but yeah and then like but after that, like I mean, if it was all about the like the chronic and stuff, like Dr. Dre, of course. And, yeah. Like, and in high school, yeah. like like you know, the Chronic 2000 came out or whatever. Anything that Death Row was putting out at that time was, yeah. So was since sick. you guys about, into that stuff, have you ever heard of Big L? Oh hell yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay, word. Because like yeah, I noticed so, like a lot of people from California, they're either or some people are either one way or the other, or they're like you guys, they're like like matt and bill they're like oh we'll listen to everything casey and i'm not gonna go as deep as as i would probably love to go but casey is right i can go deeper on the hip-hop thing and it was what so poetry was my first thing art was my first thing then and (laughs) then poetry happened and then the coalition the the core correlation between poetry and rap that was what took me into rap and it was like you know when i was in fifth grade like crisscross you know like you know wanting to be like these kids that wear their clothes backwards and and they're rhyming to beats and all this and then it just started slowly becoming you know just all about the poetry like i never stopped writing poetry so 
it, but so what I was going to get into is Wu Tang, you know, all that stuff came to me really early as well. A lot of the guys that I hung out with that did listen to hip hop, we, we didn't call it hip hop back then. We called it rap. And, but I kind of separate the two things because like the gangster rap to me, I don't put it in the same category as, you know, hip hop and, and the abstract hip hop or more intelligent writing hip hop styles of the East coast. But that ended up also happening on the West coast, not that long after it was happening on the East coast, but yeah. it just wasn't getting, it didn't get the notoriety that it was supposed to get over on the West coast because gangster rap just trumped everything, you know, Brutal, like, man. like, Dr. Dre, Easy E, the NWA, like totally just made gangster rap the thing on the West Coast, you know. So it was uh, always sense. that, and 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 it became like a huge industry. And there's tons of great stuff that came out of gangster rap that I love still to this day. Mm-hmm. I can't relate to it because I'm just a white boy in Pacifica, but it's still something that I love listening to, and and it's got an aesthetic and a feel from the Bay Area too. But really the intelligent hip hop stuff is what I gravitate towards more because of the poetry, because of the beats and, and the production and, and, and just like all the intelligence that actually goes into it. And if you like to listen to people rattle off crazy rhymes, then it's, you know, there's plenty of that out there that I, I, I could feed you, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And and you sure. being in New York though, growing up, I'm sure it, oh, it, dude, it Busta, got to you way quicker. Yeah, Tribe, Call Quest, um, you know, like just all the all the classics. Like I grew up with, man. It's mm-hmm. it's cool because that's I, I was I'm always curious about that with other metalheads. I'm like, did you grow up with hip hop at all? Did mm-hmm. you did mm-hmm. you know anything about it? And then like you said, it's, it is really intelligent. The poetry side of it, and then like you know the mixing side of it, and like the the 90s, like the golden age of hip hop in New York, like. Bro, they invented DJing. We invented yeah. scratching and sampling, and like you know, that's, that's how like all these great songs came. Sampling to life. too. That's a whole deep. And okay, yeah. I'll recommend yeah. something real quick. I don't want to cut you off and start rambling again, but I do want to recommend something. Uh, Copyright criminals. It was an independent documentary that that gives you the whole history of hip hop sampling and and what happened you know legally uh, you know in the 90s there was there was some crazy awesome creative (laughs) shit that was going on with sampling and then everybody was like i want my cut so uh, copyright criminals copyright criminals look that shit up i'm sure it's probably got a you know a free thing on youtube or whatever but if you can rent it give the give the guys who did that documentary a few bucks go rent it on amazon prime if they got it or some shit copyright criminals sounds sick I'm yeah you just get the whole the, dude the drummer of james brown is the number one sampled drummer of all time oh, and yeah. he didn't get a dime from it you know clad the funky drummer beat the well like every james brown song is- I no i know but i'm saying like that documentary on james oh, brown really and they like yeah. did you guys know that he find his players Fucking yes, up. of course. Yeah, that's, that's what that five. five meant. That's what that meant. Yeah, yeah. That's five. But, but it came like became more than that later. But it was just like, oh, what yeah. would, he would find you what five bucks or five hundred? Yeah. Like five bucks, fifty bucks, five hundred bucks, whatever, yeah, whatever, whatever he decided. 
Depends however how bad much, you however low he was on cocaine. Worth of blow, like whatever. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, however low he was on cocaine before the set is how much you get fined. Oh yeah, if you fucked up, you <laughs> ruined this whole night. You but that's what. But yeah, copyright. Anthony criminal. used to do that to us on tour too. Yeah, dude. I, my, my, I have a, I had a deep cocaine habit. I'm bloodletting, dude. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. No, I didn't. <laughs> oh, good, good. If cocaine, if cocaine was trying to beat Dan Eggers at Mortal Kombat, then yes, I had a deep <laughs> cocaine problem, dude. <laughs> oh man, God, yeah. damn man. I, so, All right, so now let's I, get back I, to I, you again. Yeah, I want to. I want to hear more from Sean, and I want to get into the decrepit stuff. I really want to. Yeah, I want to talk about decrepit you. Earth and what yeah. we're doing with the new, uh, with this new album coming up that we're writing nice. right now. And hell yeah, you dude. know all this new stuff I'm doing with my new band that I'm coming out with. Uh, you know, I I know a bunch of people saw we have Max Smith filling in every yeah. now and again. Awesome for for Bill. Um, Mac is also a part of this secret project I mentioned earlier that I haven't released yet. Ooh. So that's kind of yeah, how Mac. we got Mac on board with Decrepit is, you know, I'm showing Mac, I'm like, dude, this kid's amazing. Mm -hmm. He's sick. He's hungry. He's ready to go. Um, check out the stuff he did for my, for my EP. And he's like, it's amazing. And yeah, now we have him to kind of help us out because Bill can't tour all the time with us. It's mm -hmm. just, it's, mm -hmm. it's his situation. Yeah. Um, but he is always going to be in the band and he's always going to tour with us like whenever he can. So yeah. like this next tour we're doing in July, he's going to be, he's going to be on vocals. Sick. You know? And, uh, I know that's, that's a weird thing, but like, I, I, it's like Max is super sick dude. He's been on the show and, and I, I think his vocals are dope as fuck. So it's like, however, you know bill's been there since the beginning so it's like it's it's kind of like weird to think of decrepit birth without bill but at the same time like i know max of more mac. than i said did i say mac mac what did i say max did i say max max mac he sounds amazing who fucking cares? <laughs> yeah yeah max. It's, it's a very it's a very mac. easy uh mac attack mac truck direction. mac truck i think mac. i think mac truck Mac is dope and his vocals are dope. And I know it's going to be sick with him on it too. Hell yeah, dude. But yeah, yeah. decrepit bill too. So it's video like, oh, man. Man that he put out for uh, that cover he did uh, for hieroglyphic was just really sick. Him at the beach. Yeah, I saw that. Awesome. I didn't know he was going to yeah. do it at the beach. I was like, whoa, I was really surprised. I do remember that video and that was you know, sick as yeah. fuck, dude. That's good. I would I would fucking be so stoked if I was like fishing on that beach and I just turned around and there's like someone <laughs> with headphones and a, and a fucking a sure mic just like and he's just screaming into it. Yeah, yeah. And like you're all like, fuck yeah. I wonder what he's up to. He's got his yeah. headphones on and shit. It's awesome. It's awesome. I think I, I just think he sounds amazing. He's a very smart guy. Um, you yeah. know he he was able to like pick up everything we were saying and like vocalists are tough man no offense but you guys are hard you guys are hard some of you are very particular and mac is very adaptable like which is great he's like i want to do this however you guys want me to do it and we're like no just do it however you do and he's like no like give me some advice like tell me tell me how you want it and like him and matt 
talked about a lot of stuff what what matt's envisioning for the vocals and mac just fucking kills it i know it must be confusing to say matt and mac mm -hmm. i'll try to talk slower i'm sorry <laughs> yeah i think uh, murray can agree with me that anthony is definitely one of the most difficult vocalists to work with uh in the he industry is. by far that. anthony is just man. i can tell Dude. yeah I could Anthony, tell. I, I mean, love you, I mean, man, I mean, you just, all, When my feathers kidding. get ruffled, dude. <laughs> Murray, what you got? How many bands have you quit? Oh, dude, that's a good question, actually. Because there's a lot of member changes and a lot of. <laughs> I quit Flatline. I quit that just new metal kidding. band that I was talking about. So that oh, is one. Shit. That's one. That's Not only is it one, but it's shitty. It's something that still sticks with me because I quit on stage, dude. And it was really Whoa. under it was under peer pressure from our bass player. Like I didn't even really have to quit the band, but I was like young and being like uh manipulated by my bass player that ended up the going on and doing dude. nothing with me, dude. After that, we had this idea of a starting a death grind band, and then it never fucking happened, you know. So, it, it, but I mean, it's still, it's whatever, but I still feel bad about, cause I, I am in touch with the other guys that I, I quit on and, uh, we're cool now, but it's just like, I always let them know every time we talk, I'm like, I'm really sorry about doing it that one time, dude. Like I've never really wanted to do it. I was being kind of pressured into it and, and I feel bad <laughs> about like quitting on stage, dude. Even though it's like, that? can you go over that play by play with me? How it's how literally, I finished the set and I was just like, dude, we're how done. How do you quit on stage, bro? <laughs> well, well, I quit, quit on stage in front of like 14 people and half of them were our fucking, you know, friends. That's a big so audience like, when you're in your teens, you know, right. it is true. Metal That's, band. true. That's insane. Yeah. And I, and I remember looking it. back at the guys and and seeing the looks on their faces, and now it still haunts me. I'm like, oh, dude, that was such that was one of those <laughs> asshole moments of your life where you're like, fuck, dude, that was the wrong decision. Like we could have waited until after we got off stage to say that, you know? Yeah. We announced it to the crowd, but I guess it you live and you learn, dude. Be on YouTube, dude. It should be like <laughs> so uh, this next song is called <laughs> the yeah. whatever it is. But uh, oh, just man, dude. you guys know, quick announcement: um, quitting the band right after this song. <laughs> this is the last song. I'll, All right, uh, guys. One, two, three. You guys four. never started off. <laughs> like whoa, whoa, bro. Have what you guys, guys seen the videos on YouTube where they like the singer like punches the drummer and stuff and. Yes. Yeah. Like, yes, I did see that one. Got, he got laid. There's a few that was a good ones, dude. <laughs> yeah, Damn, or, or like drunk drummer, dude. Those are really funny, dude. Drunk drummer. When the, the the drummer is like super just blasted, dude, and just like can't play, and like dude, the guitarist just comes over and just like attacks him, like whatever. Yeah, I gotta say, I honestly, whenever drummers do fuck up, and this goes out to all drummers, I feel like that inside. I will never do anything, but inside when you miss a note or you add an extra note like everything oh. just explodes in my brain and it, it hurts oh, it hurts my feelings oh, i'm not talking about like someone messing up though i'm just talking about someone who's like falling over the drum set like drunk well that yeah. too i mean all of it yeah even yeah. if you mess up no i'm just kidding i'm kidding yeah, about that but imagine but, just like trying to play like a decrepit set and you're like blasted drunk that'd be impossible dude. it's happened Could it's not happened happen. Oh yeah. yeah, I've been I've been drunk on stage. No, for I mean, like on drums, you know. On drums? Really like, oh no! Yeah. Fuck you! Can't do that. No <laughs> way. Have you Have you done that? Have you ever gotten oh, no. before playing for decrep? 
no 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 that would be that would be a bad thing so you can't but, do it what about weed no, would you smoke bad. weed before you play a set no 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 why not what the um, fuck <laughs> stick clicks my god <laughs> what are you talking about <laughs> dude, stick clicks, my god dude so dude i'm excited to come see you guys i'm gonna come i'm definitely gonna come oh sick Dude, yes, that's awesome. I'm I love when you sure. come out to the shows, man. I hope you and Joel yeah, and dude. Me and everyone can come out. I've, I've definitely uh, met you at a few shows. The back yeah, I think the first one was the DNA Lounge. Yeah. We were playing. Decrepit oh. was playing there. All right, not the DNA Lounge. Those or... Slims, right? Was it the one with Derek was on the tour and, and Chase? Was that the one with the Sam? No, I wasn't there. Samus was definitely drumming. Oh, obviously Derek. Yeah. Obviously Derek. You were, yeah, yeah. yeah. Derek wasn't there. I was there. Did you play in Derek with before Derek or or just after? So just after, just okay. after. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So that was DNA Lounge. Was that show? I think so. That I mean, so, I think I've met you at one or two of the shows. Were you in Texas at one point at a show as well in the past, like in another state? I feel like you were also in another state randomly. And you're like, oh shit, you guys are in town and I'm gonna fucking come swing by. I don't think I saw Decrepit out of town. No. No, I haven't seen him out of town. It might have been someone else. Yeah, but I've definitely seen yeah. you at, at like one or two of the shows. Yeah, no, for sure. No, and I've I've seen you guys a bunch. Like it's you know different places too, like different like like I saw you guys at the Great American Music Hall. Um that was uh I'm sure you were on that one. Yeah, man. I might have been this is Bill. Know. And it was I have a terrible of, fucking memory. I think Origin played that night, and it was like it was like probably like twenty. I don't know, thirteen, twelve, someone or eleven around there. Sometime, yeah, it was sick. Yeah, it was I was sick. definitely young. I was like 21, yeah. 22, something like that when I first yeah. met you. Yeah, I remember that was a fun one and. I, I actually lived down the street at that time. I like lived in downtown. Oh, Anthony's back. Um, and uh, yeah, dude, it was cool. I like walked up the street like a block or two blocks and just saw you guys play and Origin and everybody. And I, was, I wish I could do that. I wish I could just walk up the street and go to a sick death metal venue. I was sitting here just listening to you guys, but because you you get you're in backstage waiting to come back in if you leave because Casey is the gatekeeper, and. Gatekeeper. or joel but he's not here so I have to to where is joel right now where's he's joel in saint leprous and where's saint oh uh, joel seen leprous and and joseph's at defeated sanity so they're both at two yeah. different yeah yeah they're having day hey, dude live shows are fucking back dude any chance you get you gotta to go, go out man get you out, gotta out, go out support our favorite bands hell yeah dude that's what's up dude really and do. and that's what's good about having four hosts on a podcast dude Two of, two of us <laughs> leave. Your we still got two of us. Assemble. Yeah. But you guys are talking about Great American Music Hall. That's another venue that's a gem to me in San Francisco yeah. that not a lot of people talk about. You know, it all the shows that have ever been to at Great American Music Hall have been fucking top notch. Can you, just, can you describe the venue for me? Because I don't remember. It's big. It, it's, it's bigger. Big. It's bigger. Is it like a warehouse in Oakland. It's actually. Of? It's not as big as you no, it's, on, it's in San Francisco on Van Ness, like the oh, main. It's, it's one like, of those places. Uh, it's old school. It's like theater esque. I've played got, there. Yeah, and it's got yeah, an yeah, upper it's balcony. Yeah, that, yeah. That, yes. 
that sits around it and and you always remember it as being bigger than it actually is you get there and you're like oh this feels smaller than i always remember it but it's for some reason your memories of great american music hall are always bigger than the actual venue is i d- i think i played there uh not only with decrepit but also when i filled in for uh when i played bass for decapitated on the uh, at the gates tour i think Ooh, we stopped off yeah. there and bill came out to that show which was sick and for how the the size of the venue too the stage is actually kind of small it's not super high off the floor and you would think it would be bigger i've seen huge acts there but they're kind of more compact on that stage that's where i saw death to all with uh Damn, Sean, Sean Reiner on drums, rest in peace. And, oh, uh, dude, rest in peace. Gene Hoagland also played in the whole. Wow. It, was, it was insane. They played the songs with Paul Masvidal and everything, and it was all that stuff. And then they played Shit. it. Oh, well, I'm was, jealous. That was crazy. And then I also I saw Sleep there, which was really good. The band Sleep, you know them? Yeah, hell yeah, dude. Uh, yeah. yeah. And that's what I'm saying. So it's like you get closer to the stage at that place, like that you can it's it's pretty intimate you know it feels big but it's still intimate and it yeah, really, i do remember the stage being like like close to the audience level or closer mm-hmm. than most places it is it is point. definitely i like i like a thick barricade yeah <laughs> yeah like a nice, nice there's a quote so like either a we have barricade. a deep space in a barricade or no stage at all and we're yeah, all yeah. on the same fucking level there right? you go right none of this in between stuff all the being at the, the audience level shows that I've ever done too, nobody's really gotten hurt. So it's like you really could just fucking keep doing it that way. But then yeah, the people yeah, in the yeah. back can't see you. Yeah, I mean that sucks. But there's cameras and also like you know come up front. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So <laughs> I got some questions for Sean. So sure, um, for fun. So I was like re-listening to like some of the. Uh, well, I, I was listening to uh, Axis Moody, right? Monday, uh, Monday, sure. Monday, Monday. Oh, is it Monday? Access I Monday. think so. I don't Say know. Monday. Honestly, I'm Say terrible. Right. With Say it right. We're all trying to speak all a different right. language right. right now, guys. It's Monday. Okay, got it. Anyways, I'm on uh, this record. It's <laughs> sick. Okay. I love it. No, it's great. You did a great job. Really, you it's love it? That's awesome, I do. Yeah. And uh, and uh, yeah, and I was like l- listening back to some old shit. I like re-listened to it in time begins, just kind of like oh, like, you know, the, just like on the stereo, just kind of you know, just kind of rocking out and getting in the mood. You know, it's like Christmas time, but it's like Sean Martinez time. So like, into <laughs> some decrepit. But I was like, dude, like, uh, what what songs did you do off in time begins? I'm curious, like, which ones you play? Because I was laughing with Anthony on the phone too about like, do we play this one? Do we can't remember. Like, oh wait, we played this one. Then you know. Did you guys play like a lot? Did you just do some of the ones, or did did you do some of the ones that you stopped playing, or what was? I mean, well, just over the course of the time I played with, yeah, like I was um, curious. You know, Vortex, Infest, um, God, what other songs? Which one, Vortex? Which one? Is that the... uh, no, or... that's off of Axis, not. Oh, or actually, Axis. no, I'm thinking of um. You know what's funny? I was thinking of, of genocide. I was confusing. Oh Vortex yeah, because they both have exactly. that slow intro style to them. But yeah, of genocide, infest. Um, is infest the slow intro song? No, that infest is like. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Casey um, could play that on drums right now, by the way, for everybody. No, I if you want, <laughs> no, I cannot. Definitely could not. I, Dude, I would like get like totally thirty seconds could. in and then forget. Like, wait, does it go? No, I can't remember. Just, just close your eyes. Yeah. Remember what weed smells like. <laughs> yeah. Bill dancing, um, Bill's ass shaking around in front of you. Yeah, exactly. If you could, if you could remember those things, you could play any decrepit bird song. <sighs> it's like it's riding a bike. Did you guys do Prelude, right? Yes, Prelude to the Apocalypse. That was did, did you one. do Time Begins? No, I have not played and Time oh, Begins. Oh, you lucky you. Why? <laughs> I want to play that song. That That's song's a, a bitch. No, yeah, it's totally a tough does. one. That's why no, it's the title track. You probably would just murder it. Yeah. No. No, that's a good one. I love that song actually. Um is there other ones you guys did or are those the ones? Uh, that's just it for off of um that album, okay. unfortunately. Yeah. I want to do like the whole album. I want to actually I, I would really like to like just record the whole album. And yeah, like remix yeah, and master insane, it, and yeah. like re-release it somehow, some way. Anthony and I had a joke. We might as well just say it because we're not going to do it. But we we're like, dude, let's do a fucking odious mortem cover of Rebirth of Consciousness, like on the next like album that we're doing. Just like just like Casey saying up, like, we like, it was his idea, and I was like, I could never play it all the way through. That would be cool. You could uh, do it, man. No, I think we actually did an actual cover. It would, <laughs> but how funny would that be? It's all like, we look really go for the it. The first now. odious <laughs> cover, and we just cover uh, your other uh, band that you guys, half of us were in. More than half of us were in. I'm definitely, I was even thinking about for, um, so like the project I've been working on with Mac and some other people back here on Long Island, I was thinking for the album, uh after we would do an album together i want to do like a straight up like all covers record yeah dude that and that's just like go to dude. town and have like maybe some friends guests on it you know what i mean and stuff like hell that. yeah do some See, cool kind of like I'm, between the buried and me did a, that's a what i was just ago. gonna freaking dude you, yeah. you beat me to it no, that record is amazing. so good dude that record is so so good that that uh king's x cover is one of my favorite covers of all time man. there's I so many dude, even like the counting crows cover you're like yeah that one looks good too you're like, oh yeah. shit! Between the buried and me, can fucking cover Counting Crows and make it look sound sick. The Queen cover, the King Crimson cover, three is a perfect pair, dude. You're like, oh, yeah. dude, listen to this compared to the first one. Is you're like, oh, there's parts of this that I almost like better than the King Crimson. Yeah, like, dude. You know? Yeah, they they did some stuff. Even <laughs> the even the bicycle Queen cover they did, yeah. like really yeah. impressive, man. Really very cool. impressive, dude. Yeah, totally. I definitely I don't want to do like uh music like that for my cover stuff. I want it to be all metal, you know. Yeah, I want it to yeah, be yeah. like decapitated. But you're you're, you're thinking with like side stuff that aesthetic though. It's like even Meshuga, some old Meshuga, you know, stuff like that. Older necrophagist, earlier necrophagist, and stuff yeah, like that. That Just would still be that, like, following that aesthetic where it's like every song is a different style of death metal. Right. Right. Yeah. Basically. Yeah basically paying homage to all your favorite aspects of the genre you know yeah yeah i would love to i would love to do it um do you decide yeah. songs would be crazy to, or harder to do as a vocalist well now it's actually more common with like guys like mac and stuff with those i, was about to say, I just have mac do all that yeah yeah he could do he could do glenn benton's fast vocals no problem dude he's he's like 
the tech nine of death metal vocalists. You, so. you know what's funny? I'm actually so on my Pro Tools session here. I have like a small clip of that project I've been working on with Mac and some other people here on Long Island. Yeah, uh, we haven't released the name or any links or anything yet. But dude, this part I put, I pulled up. I I chose it specifically because Mac is rapping on it, like yeah. screaming. But it's fucking like it sounds good. It doesn't sound cheesy or weird or like like hip hop out. It sounds metal as hell. I'm like, this is great. I'm so, yeah. I, I you know it's it's I haven't been really exposed to too many vocalists who do it you know in the game because again going back to what i was saying it's hard for me to dig right now for music even though i used to love digging for it just my my pie chart the time has been dwindled down to a little sliver you know digging for music and but this being going back to hip-hop again being a hip-hop fan and loving the quick tongue shit that i used to grow up on bone thugs and harmony you oh, know three yeah. six mafia and and all these calico tech nine all yeah that. yeah oh tech nine and like i already dropped and and so i've always loved that like cadence and that skill of being able to say words in that fashion you know and I've been able to do it as a rapper myself. I haven't written anything like that in a while, but I, I just always leaned on that. So now seeing it come into the tech deck death realm with guys who are capable of pulling that off at the speed that everybody's fucking doing metal now, it's like, I, I don't know if I could. Maybe I could try and well i know oh shit i almost just asked mac that. man maybe take, a, I maybe almost, take some lessons from him i don't know I, I don't know how he does it like i said i can't scream or sing or shit yeah so. i almost just let a cat firmly out of the bag and i just caught myself though it's good a surprise it involves with what i was just talking about but yeah fast vocals i can do them it, it, but Odious got quicker on this album, so I need to step up the game a little bit. I'm excited, man. I want to hear it. I want to hear it. Yeah, I, I want every, all of us want everybody to hear it. But it's still, in it's still in some stages. But hey, Casey's done. That's all we know. You finished drums? Yep, drums are done for the new Odious record. Part, that's like the best part of the recording process. Yeah. Well, I mean, right isn't it yeah i mean yeah because you course. get to use all the sick mics and like a whole board and a it big ass very, drum set and whatever drum. some brand new symbols and all oh that yeah shit. dude casey you know, casey got cool. set up uh, he's he's in a nice spot where he's he had a good setup and uh got to do it at his leisure and it nice. fucking came out so good dude it came oh, up yeah. really good dude yeah. How how many uh, how many days did you spend on drum recording, Casey? Um, I can't remember exactly. Like three, it was like three days, kind of, and then like if I had a fourth day, I think. Sick. That's awesome. Like that. I did it over New Year's, like that whole weekend, because wow. at the studio I knew like no, no one was going to be there, you know. And I was like, whatever. So like I was there at like seven a.m. on like New Year's Day, like it's shit, wow. like recording. Yeah, it was crazy, but it was cool. It was my first time recording myself doing it. But <laughs> you Alex, tracked yourself. Yeah, it was crazy. Um, Dude. But, but yeah. Alex, our uh, guitarist, you know, Alex Basie from Ominous Rune, he's playing in Odious now. He uh, 
sick. He's engineering it, and he he studied engineering, you know, um, at Expressions, you know, out there in you know in Oakland. Wow. Um, so he knows what he's doing. It was really cool, and so like actually just kind of worked out where he. We, we kind of started it as just like a test just to see if it would even work. And I got some different mics and kind of finished my whole setup. And then, yeah, then he like, he was like, oh, cool. Then he just took it and just like worked with it. And just like, how about this? And it was just like, okay, like, fuck yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. So we're just like, oh shit, we'll just do it. Like, fuck, I guess. Like, and so it was really fun. Um, and that's uh, actually, uh, it's all that's done. something yeah. new. I just, I'm starting out here. Um, on Lo in long island and in new york in the tri-state area i built this rig actually oh killer look at that yeah this is like my whole little dante minus setup it's a mess right now but i'm i'm in the middle of cleaning up and re-racking put it adding some other other wireless racks and stuff in here but basically like what i'm doing is i'm able to like you know bring myself uh that rack and a bunch of really good mics to your practice space or wherever you jam wherever you think your drums sound the best so you don't mm -hmm. even have to move them you know you could you could just sit in your basement or wherever you're at and uh you know put your mics on and get your t get your toms or you know whatever tune your drums however you really like and get them in the room how you think they sound the best and then i could just come over 32 channels in record right to the computer bring it all back to the studio edit mix and you know basically do that but have like another addition to that scenario out there as well it's yes. sick I'm, I'm glad you did it like that it's probably a sick learning curve for you well it's funny because i had this like long computer thing that i'm not going to bore everybody with but it was like taking it took me like two years to fucking it was like driving me insane like but anyways yeah like i uh I had to record with this old computer that was like a like a like a standard hard drive you know gotcha. and, uh, and it was like what is it like eight gigs of ram and like an old you know hd and wow. like, so it was like it worked but we had some problems sometimes i'd do some sick Windows take and i'm like no and it like totally just glitched and fuck, mm. do it again you know but since then because i have these old interfaces that are firewire so like the problem is the transfer over from the old hard drive to the solid state ones when i upgrade the old max like it like wasn't pulling the old uh driver file like over the right way and so gotcha. like it was like not working with my interfaces my 16 channel pre-sonus ones that like i'm not going to just buy two new fucking two new eight channel you know chain fucking interfaces for like 1500 bucks whatever i don't want to spend that you know Right. so anyways it's just racking but i finally got it and so after i do the recording now i'm like oh now i have it working and it's got like my old up you know basically i you know upgraded the mac mini to like a 16 gig of ram to like you know with solid state and it's working finally like you know, it's just oh god it's so much faster and better it's like that's sick Fuck you know? yeah. so now i'm like way stoked so i want to do like streaming stuff and more shit because my old computer just couldn't handle it you know i barely got yeah. the recording done you know but it worked just uh slow you know it's old man that's what we had that's yeah. it <laughs> yeah that's it I, I just this, now, this, this computer is the first mac i've ever had i don't even know what it is what you guys are saying mac that's 3 that's this, may like, right? this may be like the mac it's the one with the screen right seven it's a screen <laughs> anthony right it's is a screen it, it's it got blue? a screen that's yeah, iMac then yeah. and you guys are on that screen so I'm <laughs> chill. IMac. does it have a, a plastic cone I don't have there. a I don't have a, a tower. Remember those? <laughs> all one. 
Yeah, plastic cone, dude. Those old from the nineties, man. And they're like, like, you can get your transparent color, like a choice screen, tube computer screen, (laughs) computer all in one. And it was like, and they came in like four different colors, like blue, orange, red. You remember those? Do you remember the first time? Mine's like the current version of that, then, because mine's an all in one. I don't have a fucking tower or anything. It's all in the sick. I remember one thing. I remember the time I threw out my la- or gave away or whatever properly disposed of my last uh, tube like monitor, you know, like the full old computer tube. Uh, monitors, you know? gotcha. And I was like, I got rid of it. And I was like, well, I guess this is the future now. Like flat screens, dude. Like it was just mm-hmm. like, oh, wow. Like it was like so amazing. I was so happy. <laughs> oh, yeah. I remember my last a heavy fucking TV for somebody. Oh, dude, I had <laughs> one of the hunkers, dude. The last one I had was a hunker, like thousand, not thousand pounds. Felt like a thousand pounds, like hundred pounds. Oh yeah, no, dude. Whenever like Real my low. friends would move or I would move, have to call up each other and be like, "Yo, yeah. I need like two of you guys come over. I got my gotta move my TV in my bed, you yeah. know, move all my couches and whatever." But, um, the projector screen. Nobody only the our kids won't even yeah. know what that is, dude. Like the deep projector screen where the like projects onto the screen from behind it, but you have to have that depth. Yeah, dude. I actually I got one of those shit. new fancy projectors uh, for myself and for bands and other people to rent out here. And uh, dude, it's it's fucking great. I think that I think that they've come a long way with that technology too. They really like have. a lot of people are saying like projector in certain cases is kind of like the best option yeah i mean or not maybe not the best option but a really good it's it's a it's in the running for being a very good option for certain people yeah like your your eyes can only see so much my eyes can't see shit dude i need to go to the fucking eye doctor well, go, man. What the fuck? I know. Go to Walmart. Yeah. They have it's one so at funny. Walmart, bro. <laughs> it's so funny. I was just going to bring up, I had a conversation with my wife last night. Like, we just need to make a Costco run. Just throw yeah, me in the Costco eye section. Too. Throw me in the eye section. You go and do your shopping, and I'll get my eyes checked out and figure <laughs> out what I actually have to do. But I just hate wearing glasses, dude. Yeah, glasses suck. I'm sorry. I, I, I don't have to wear contacts. Them, but... Also, are not an option for me because I I have sensitive eyes, you know. So it's like I it or I shouldn't say sensitive. When I put things in my eyes, my eyes don't like it. That's what it is. <laughs> my Makes eyes sense. don't like shit. In so it's just like contacts won't really work for a longevity. So I need to wear the glasses, but then the glasses suck. But. Either Maybe they have a laser. Blurry. They'll just fucking shoot lasers into your eyes. I know that's another scary thing too, dude. So many people. Why is that done... scary? That's so sick. We're like, we're like in the future now. They can, fight with they can grab they, you. You have to meet like head. requirements for those surgeries. Uh... Shoot laser beams into each one of your <laughs> eyeballs while they're like holding them open, like fucking. Speaking crazy. of eyeballs, have you seen Raised, Raised by Wolves? There's so much fucking eyeball shit in that show. <laughs> no, I, I did see the new Jackass though last night. Oh, oh dude, yeah, it's on Paramount Plus. 
There's so oh, many picks in it. Oh my god! Oh, I have Paramount Plus. Dude, hey, watch that. You're welcome. Where's the Anthony that. Drunk Alert? I need the Anthony Drunk Alert because I just said Paramount Plus. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> I'm gonna leave it up for a minute. I think but it's I about do time. Have, I, I, I do <laughs> have that for app, lost, lost drunk time. That's we gotta... sick. But I wanted to see it in the theater because I I remember uh, it was Jackass Two that I I rem- distinctly remember going to the midnight showing of that the day that it opened, and it was a fucking riot, dude. Like everybody in that theater was, you know, already had pre-gamed before they went in because it's the midnight showing. Like, what else are you gonna do before going to go see Jackass at midnight? You're gonna yeah. have a few drinks, smoke some joints, fucking, you know, maybe go, obviously you go out to dinner. You're gonna you're gonna go out to dinner. You're gonna start drinking. You're gonna start smoking, and then you're gonna make your way to Jackass. You know, and so everybody's just on that level with you in the and and everybody's howling the whole time so that that element i wanted to recreate but it's not is it still in the theaters now i don't know i don't know i saw it on paramount plus last night and i was like oh fuck yeah i'm gonna watch this shit so i watched it with like bam bam story kind of like kind of like fall away from it for a second like i feel bad because like i definitely feel like bam not being in the movie you know although like i will say like you know if you sign an agreement to not get drunk or get wasted or get high Mm -hmm. you know like you said everybody else is doing it and everybody everybody else is doing it too like you know, and you fucking break the chain, like yeah. And that's like, not the first time that was the situation because it was kind of after Steve-O's sobriety was what made Jackass say, "Okay, we're not going to party at all during these these shootings," so yeah. Steve-O could be on board, right? And and so now they're doing it again with the same criteria, and you just see who and and. I, I love the CKY videos and I love everything. Dude, with, all the CKY videos are amazing. Yeah, dude. I love it all. That's so it's like Ryan Dunn and Bam and all them and all the guys in CKY. Mm-hmm, Bam's mm-hmm. brother and stuff. And, and, like, and that gave me so much joy watching all that stuff, you know? And I still dude. have pride in owning the physical copies of the DVDs, awesome. you know? And, and it, but, you know, seeing what can happen if, you lose control and never really gain it back again yeah it's terrible man sex drugs and rock and roll is a thing dude but it's like everything's a spectrum dude and you lean one lean farther one way it it's gonna be harder to be pulled out of the vortex you know yeah yeah no for sure and like i that's why i tell people i'm like you know and I trauma smoke, I smoke a lot of weed man just stick to weed it's i stick it's to not weed. i only drink during these podcasts really you it's know? actually the softest drug there is weed's dude. always been a friend to me dude it's like it's, it's like a comfortable pillow or like your favorite blanket it's just it's, there it's yeah that and or like the hippie car what is it the hippie speedball which is coffee and weed in the morning such a I great combination to start my day dude. dude just go to starbucks and spend like eight bucks unnecessarily <laughs> on a cup of coffee <laughs> with like eight shots of espresso in it and, and just, just a, a yeah at blunt 
dude and yeah. then crank some good music and then you're like oh dude what do i have to do today let's get some shit done that's awesome yeah 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 exactly exactly yeah. you're prepped now you're ready i know that's dude to go. but it, back to, go. to the jackass thing like you got you signed the agreement that's it dude you you blew yep. it yeah and i know there's definitely like a warning system you know because i'm sure some of those guys didn't fully stay sober either you know during that yeah. time. Like yeah. I, I guarantee you, like there's definitely they either were smoking some weed Somebody or got, drinking yeah. a beer too, like Probably. to calm their nerves and shit. Because listen, like not for nothing, if if someone, if a bunch of my friends were like, "Yo, Sean, jump off this building into a bush for a million dollars," you know, I'd be like, "Okay, I'm gonna fucking do it," but I think I want to hit this joint first before I go running off this building into a bush for a million dollars. Yeah, yeah. You know, because that's essentially what they did, dude. They were jumping off of buildings and like pushing each other into cars and shopping carts and parking lots and shit and like fucking beating each other up all the time. And uh, you know, they're millionaires because of it. <laughs> So there's a lot I don't of know if they, I don't, actually, maybe, you know, you go I, I, maybe I shouldn't say millionaires, but over the years, they have definitely their franchise. The first season they didn't make much off of. I think it was like 200 bucks a fucking stunt, dude. No. In the beginning, dude, it was so wow. low. It it was really low. Like it and and then after it started to grow, they started to ask for and assign contracts and get more money and shit. But dude, those first, the first season, there was definitely little money for the guys, dude. I got to say, though, it's really funny. I'm just realizing this now, but because of the whole contract thing and the drug scandal, it's almost like they're they're like a sports franchise. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like the mm-hmm. NBA or the MLB or whatever. Like, oh, you can't do drugs. We're going to test you. We're going to, you know, we're yeah. going to find you. We're going to, ex- you know, exclude you if you do the ABC. And what if you found out there was a jackass union, like just for them? Uh, yeah, <laughs> are, there, are there guys like in line to be in jackass? Are there, I, is there like a, like a secret fantasy jackass league of like, there's new people out there? Isn't there new people in the There are. League? There are a couple of new people on it. Yeah, I'm dude. not going to give it away for you. I want you to, but, to watch that's it. That's fine. I was, I already knew that because I'd seen it. Like I followed them on Instagram for a while. And, uh, but it's, it's funny. Like what you're saying is totally it's weird. Plausible. Like there's sports, people like, like one day, one day I'm going to be in jackass, dude. Yeah. I'm going to be in jackass. I'm going to make a lot of money. Like, you know, kicking people in the balls and getting kicked in the balls and sick you know good for you <laughs> yeah, i know right well yeah. anybody wild, can... though, but like you know i feel bad for bam and i think that uh i wish he was in the movie i hope yeah. that in the future they all reconcile and i feel like they will you know at some point or another and uh, it looks like they're trying to keep the jackass thing going forever which is yeah. cool and i think that's why they named the movie jackass forever and introduced some new people and like yeah. they're just trying to make it more of like a, a franchise and keep well, it going for years so this is cool. just to keep it in the conversation of what we were saying like how earlier we were talking about the origins of things the seeds of things so like jackass that's got to be like slapstick comedy is oh, like yeah you know three stooges style shit is the beginning of what makes everybody laugh at jackass you know oh definitely but that's that's the current day three stooges only there's 
15 stooges and they do the craziest shit you've ever seen you know yeah yeah dude wild shit and then there's like other franchises out there or whatever companies whatever you want bands married bands of lads and ladies who are also jumping off of buildings into bushes and having yeah. their, their genitalia bitten by random reptiles and, uh, <laughs> shit oh my god look at this look i'm like I'm new mad. background oh and then oh wait yeah look at, casey's just having a blast in the background he's not even on here with us that's sick that's really sick dude um whatchamacallit it is getting kind of late over here for me it's like been old and, and and actually so what this is yeah it's gonna be about two and a half hours including what we're gonna hear in the beginning i don't know how oh, you're gonna cut all that together you have like you could see this side my hair on this <laughs> side or my hair down on the other side uh, if you want <laughs> at the same fucking time technology is amazing or i if i duck down it's like a mat <laughs> <laughs> yeah there you go dude that what the <laughs> fuck is that bro i don't know case is just going <laughs> you just decided to just turn this into a damn house that was party a, did something. you make that <laughs> no, just looking at these features it's super funny that's so fat oh man I'm trying to, I don't like know exactly how to, I'm le like learning how to use this whole like software here that we're using now for the live stream. And it's really funny because Joel's like, you know, not available tonight. So he, he runs this, you know, so <clears throat> it's pretty hilarious, dude. Well, oh, you're finding all his funny buttons and shit. Oh, look at that. That's <laughs> sick. You could just like black out. Yeah. Someone gets yeah, naked. You could censor it out with that real quick. That's yeah. pretty cool. Well, Sean, dude. <laughs> whoa we, we had uh even though i was shaking the i had a great time even though i was shaking the beginning with all the bullshit it doesn't matter dude this is this is great i think yes, that like awesome. this is what happened this is it just shows it's like we don't give a shit about like the technical aspects of it we're still gonna have an episode for you and and there was some great conversation in a lot of this dude so i'm glad you were able to fucking come on with us dude did we lose him? Is he gone? Oh no! Oh no! He just muted right away. The mic isn't connected. Oh no! What happened? No! Oh, is he back? No, we lost him. <laughs> He's right there. We got audio. Or we got video, but no audio. It's like I think it's Mike. Wow! Oh no, dude. Well, that was a good oh, episode. My. Yeah. No, nah, it was very, fun. Very we unique experience. Yes. You know. Unique experience. This is this is us. Well, this dude, if we're gonna do this live every single week, there's no way that we're not gonna have little hiccups here and there. And we needed to be we needed to be tested tonight, you know? Definitely we were tested. <laughs> you were tested way more than me. I was I just had to click buttons and get back in, you know. But it's all good, dude. Uh, we, we uh no it's all good I, I i still had a great time tonight sean's an awesome dude i wish his mic would work at the very end but it's not here because we, we can see him yeah his handsome face is still here with us dude you know he's talking we just can't hear what he's saying <laughs> <laughs> yeah dude. Uh, no. I, I, I had a great time tonight you, 
thank you to everybody who was hanging out with us dude, dude. Oh, there we go now we can see the picture a little bit yeah and uh, i don't know if you you probably don't even know how to raid anybody casey do you Oh, dude, no. All right, we're not oh. raiding anybody tonight. Sorry. Sorry, I'm not. Shit. A, yeah. Wait, did we you get him back? We got him back. Oh, he's back. Yes. Can you guys we can hear, hear you now? Yeah, we I hear you now. Oh, my What's God, up? good, because before we sign off, I just wanted to show you guys this little clip I prepared for the end of the show. I just wanted to show you guys Great. this, like, quick uh, clip of this band that I've been working on in silent. Mac is on vocals on this band. Oh, dude, and, sweet. Uh, we have some other members that I'm going to announce, but this is the all bass project. So there's, uh, you know, no guitars on this. I made my bass sound like a guitar and I used all my fingers and no picks and Mac is screaming on it. It's pretty, it's pretty awesome. My buddy, Nick, he mixed and mastered it. Um, he's also going to be like our live engineer for the band when we start playing shows out and everything like that. But, yeah, I want to show you guys it and see what see what you think before we yeah, officially dude. sign off. If that's cool. Yeah. Or we could sign off. Dude, oh, sure. Yeah, dude. We'd love to. Here, dude. All right, word. Check this out. So that's like a a little sample of what what we're working on. Nice, right dude. now. Super, I was down. Super yeah, different. Dude. Yeah, dude. It sounded awesome. Yeah, it had like a. It's like there was a genty vibe to a certain aspects of, but it's just like maybe I shouldn't say genty, but like what the bass would be like in a genty band, you know. So so basically, it's you know. It's all double thumb technique, yeah, on the bass guitar, mm -hmm. and then when you when you're squeezing that into a tone that is distorted with noise gates and all that stuff, yeah, uh, that, that's pretty much what you end up with. It's mm -hmm. that's the kind of sound you, you're gonna get is that a bass player feel, Sick. the metal stuff, and like you know, periphery coin the whole gent thing, mm -hmm. or whatever calling that a gent sound. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, this is this is basically just all bass guitar nothing else no i, no I love that really. dude and you heard me earlier like that's what i'm leaning towards so a project like this is making me want to hear it you know sick i sick, love yeah. hearing i i really do enjoy hearing the drum and bass tracks of like albums that i love just to hear that aspect of it if it's available you know, if I could find yeah. it on YouTube or it's on a reissue with the bonus tracks and all that kind of shit. Like those are the things that I gravitate towards is the bass and the drums together as a unit. And that's all I want to hear. I just want to isolate that, you know? Yeah, I really want to do that for the uh, the next decrepit record when we're done with the the mixes and masters of it. I want to be able to have like, you know, the vocals and the vocals and guitars with drums, no bass, the bass and drums, the guitars with the guitar solos and kind of have some stems out there, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. as I, I think it's cool. I think it's cool for bands to put stems out there 
and give other people the opportunity to cover their music. I I was just talking about uh, there's yeah. um I think that's uh, a big thing that's a big new step that we should all take in the professional music world is like, you know, releasing the stems as singles or whatever so that like somebody If you're an electronic fan, then you know that people could rip through stems of metal bands and make that shit crazy yeah make, totally we were just talking about that with jared from archaic like he's working on a project where it's a mixture of death metal and electronic and That's i've cool. heard i've heard sick remixes of like there's this guy bong raw he actually came from a, a metal band and i can't fucking remember the name but he ended up becoming an electronic uh artist and bong ra bong dash ra and he had i forget the name of the album but it's he's cutting up terrorizer he's cutting up world downfall but he's doing it with a jungle remix aesthetic you know and and you can cut metal records into that style of music or any other style of music you just got to you got to have the mind for it and you got to do it right and and yeah. you know you could fuck it up or you can hit the fucking g spot where there it every groove will find homeostasis groove will find a homeostasis yes this is the marijuana talk groove will find a homeostasis no matter what genre of music we we know it through bungle we know it through all these genre yeah, Mr. Bungle, yeah. you know it's like it does the groove is there and if you you know can blend the groove um perfectly it's there yeah that's kind of that's the approach with this whole project is like i really wanted to take um the aspect of bass playing and apply that to to metal you know to mm -hmm. the whole concept of of metal and what metal is and what we've all perceived it as and like you know i kind of i kind of want this to like confuse the shit out of people really oh, I confuse you. like oh it's genty oh it's hardcore oh it's it's kind of death metally it's kind of this it's kind of that you know like I, I really want it to be more of like a like a no it's its own thing now you mm -hmm. know what i mean mm -hmm. like everyone's gonna start doing this eventually hopefully maybe people will start putting different tones on their bases and and being like oh fuck like this is weird. I could write a whole other type of music, you know, outside of what I what I thought metal was always supposed to sound like or always be like. You know what I mean? You want I you you want people to just know that like everything's possible, dude. And this is yeah. my version of of my this is the boundaries that I am I'm I'm pushing at this, at, this, exactly. at this current time. This is as far as I can reach, and I want to be as close to those boundaries as I can at this time in my life. And if I'm gonna create something and put it out, this is as far as I can reach right now. That's it. Pretty much, pretty yeah. much. Yeah, like pushing the envelopes, like mixing, you know, pushing the envelopes on creating tones, creating live tones, um, actually practicing switching, tone switching with a bass guitar live you know, like drastically for like heavy lead sounds and rhythm, mm -hmm. rhythm tones and playing with the backing tracks and all that stuff. And it's, it's interesting, 
you know it's a whole new like style it's a whole new setup whole new way to play live a whole new way to have things set up on the stage and have things set up for just you know the future i really like stayed away from a lot of traditional stuff mm-hmm. and kind of just like you said like went as far as i could go and this, yeah. is, this is where i'm at and, and that, i've it, pushed it even further than that you know that's, what, that's what that's the that's the goal that's where i was gonna keep going with that is like it, it we're gonna only keep getting older you know so it's like if we're going to continue creating and and it's always about expanding out and stretching as far as we can we we just want to make sure that we're not feeling like we can't get to at least where we were but like we always want to be past that even if it's just a little bit like get through that one barrier because if once you feel like you can't get that it's like oh man i didn't i didn't always want to get just one percent better (laughs) dude and that that's the difference i mean as long as you always want it like you'll actually you'll be receiving it as you want it if you always want something you Mm -hmm. know what i mean if you really want to get somewhere in life at all like you just have to really desire it and keep desiring it and then it'll just manifest Mm because you've been desiring Mm -hmm. it so much and you're like oh shit now i can do this because i've just been like constantly trying to do it now i'm doing it okay yeah, cool yeah yeah and that's it, it's funny because i talked to um man the old, one of the old guitar players for a mirror a long time ago and he was actually trying to figure out something like this as well and a couple other people in the industry have been like you know what if we make a, a metal bass band and like people have toyed with trying to make a bass guitar and distortion tones have that same or similar impact to a guitar sound and a guitar distortion tone so like this ep it's uh it's five songs and an intro and basically i've tried my very best to get that representation to happen um but i think this is a good way to like bridge that gap into this kind of stuff and into yeah. writing and to show that perspective you know because it's gonna like it's like i said it's confusing like you don't really know whether it's death metal or not or like you don't know what to call it you won't know if you like it or not it's gonna be one of those things i think people like listen to it a bunch this is not at all along the lines of what you're talking about but just thinking about another project that i recently mentioned on the podcast and it's a a band that didn't have a guitar player it was a bass player drummer bass player did vocals and they also had the uh, like uh, electronic this guy man is the bastard is the band that i'm talking about and and he literally the guy instead of a guitar player it was a guy who had like a a a a toggle like joystick that you would use for a video game but he had like rigged it to to make this weird frequency noise that you bend the stick back and forth and it would be faster and slower and listen That's to cool. me. Yeah, dude, this, did, but you're just making me think of man is the bastard and distortion on bass. And that being like the main string instrument, the only stringed instrument in the band. So check out man is the bastard. Cause they get heavy as shit without a guitar player, dude. That's awesome. Yeah. See, I like that stuff. I like hearing like bands push the envelopes and not, not necessarily just with bass. Like it's just, you know, it's an element like i think there's a lot of cool stuff people could do with woodwinds now and 
you know, and, uh, and brass instruments and things like that too, like electronically. And it, it's pretty intense. Like nowadays you see a lot of, a lot of, a lot of people starting to incorporate that in their music. The like word that. heavy is definitely flexible now. Yeah. It's way more flexible now. Yeah. Way more, but more, more in the, in like our generation and, and all that. I think it's, it's become more like, you know, open-ended mm -hmm. where like, it's like, all right, well, this is kind of what heavy means to me and that's what it means to you well, that's cool you know yeah, yeah. like back in the day it's like no 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 you have to hear this is way heavier than this like no <laughs> way I don't, I don't know that's I, that's how i kind of feel like in the 90s people were more like competitive about who's got the better music you know what i mean and nowadays there's like so much of it it's just like all right just make it for you first dude that's what, what it is what's dude. yeah what's everyone's idea you know so it's like i think people are gravitating towards like who's got like the more i don't know idea that's in line with what their ideas are or their inspirations mm -hmm. are you know what i mean and that's cool too so totally trying to just keep making shit dude going. everybody just don't stop that's what i say don't stop don't no matter what you want to do, don't stop making it, dude. Just fucking make whatever you want to make. It doesn't even matter what we've been rap rapping about for what now? Two two hours and twenty minutes on this stream. Probably another twenty minutes on yeah. the first run, first one. Uh either way. Yeah. So don't can... stop. Don't stop going to shows. Don't stop yeah. writing. Yeah. Don't stop supporting. Don't support stop what you love. Do what you love. Yeah. Support your friends' podcasts. Yes. Yeah, man. Well, thanks Agreed. again for coming on, Sean, dude. We're stoked to fucking have you on and talk about new shit and can't wait to see you guys coming down. And uh, I definitely want to come to the San Diego show. I think you guys are playing in San Diego, right? I believe so. I don't remember the dates because I never remember yeah. the dates, but we will be yeah. in California <laughs> mm -hmm. playing. For sure. If not, I'll come venues on certain that dates. Sacramento show. July or August. That Sacramento show I want okay, to Okay, sweet. Too. Yeah. But July eighth. Yep, that is the first show. So that's the one you guys are coming down to? Well, I'm I'm closer. Uh, Casey's down in San Diego. I'm up I'm in the yeah. bay. So I can yeah, make it. Right. But like I said, I have people up in Sacramento. So sick. Well, we'll we'll definitely be ripping it up, having a good time. Bill will be there, nice. not jumping off of stages. Yes, yes. Yeah. Keep those legs intact, Bill. Yeah, we have a we have a no jumping policy for Bill now. <laughs> sign a contract if he fucking takes one That's it. And it no, sucks because he was a surfer, dude. So it's like that that leg was very important to him when he got back. You know on what? Tour. I I have to say though, out of everybody in the band, probably everybody in the death metal industry, Bill is probably like one of the healthiest, strongest yeah guys out there man like he fucking did all that shit to his leg and his hip and stuff and he was telling yeah, me last time out i was out there he's like walking around no problem mm -hmm. surfing body wow. surfing it's amazing dude. like no dude, no it's not, it's not body surfing it's okay. dick dragon dude it's dick no, dragon. he's not a dick dragon. He's, a, yeah. he's not a dick dragon <laughs> <laughs> oh by the way i'm a boogie boarder in oh, casey Dude, it's so fun. Why? Why wouldn't you? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> very disappointed. You no, know what? You I, I, a, I just you should be a foil border yeah, instead. Real, I want to uh, try that. You should try that. Disgrace. 
but yeah, I think I'm a snowboarder, skater, so I've I, I've never been up on a surfboard, but I think I can get it down. You that whole, if I've it's done cool. skating and yeah. snowboarding, like the the uh, the dynamics are there. You guys literally live are from California. It's like your birthright, dude. My fucking yeah, but it's so fucking cold out in, on my beach. I'm what? a pussy. I guess I'm a pussy then. What's cold? I don't know. Like Fahrenheit. My ocean. <laughs> my ocean. But like, you know, what, what's the temperature? That's uh, freezing up there. It's cold. I don't even know, dude. Like 30, 40? No. 50? no see, maybe. It's. Oh, that? <laughs> like that? That's fucking hot, dude. That's warm as hell. It's amazing. Well, dude, see, I knew you were going to make me feel like a fucking puss. I'm a pussy. Dude, it's well, cool. you come over. You guys should come out here for a couple of days. Okay, let's talk in yeah. Hawaii. Let's fly out to Hawaii. Then I'll fucking go. I'll go with you. Go to Hawaii. Yeah, dude. Let's go to Hawaii. You know how much gas is in Hawaii right now? It's probably like fucking thirteen dollars a gallon. We'll just walk as soon as we get there. They're not. They probably. We'll get your. Well, no. We'll rent your fucking. What do you? What do you got? You got an electric fucking motorcycle? Or gas I don't have it yet. I want one. But you gotta buy <laughs> that's what you the want bicycle the electric bicycle thing yeah, the electric bicycle yeah we'll get some of those when we get there we'll just get like we'll just buy a bunch of five thousand dollar electric bikes and cruise around the island yeah do the that's road sick. <laughs> that'd be Why sick. Not? that actually would be sick dude i'd be so down honestly i would save up for some backpacks and that and that's it like that. dude. And just like fucking one man tents we sleep on the beach you guys got to come out to Long Island in the middle of January uh, when it is the coldest time of the year for us and experience uh, 10 degree weather. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't want to experience it though. Well, Forever. you should because then when you go back home to your 50 degree weather, you'll be like, I see. I appreciate I see. this now. I appreciate this so much more. Because, like, that's how I felt whenever I tour in Canada in the wintertime, like Northern Canada. It's fucking cold. And then like to yeah, me but... it's cold. And then you come back here and it's like 30 degrees and you're like, oh, have you ever ice fish? Did you ever ice fish? No. No. Nah. <laughs> There's a even a boundary like, for him, dude. There's like people out here who like live in the fucking cold. They love it. I hate the cold. But yeah. 50 degrees to me is like pretty nice. Yeah, we nice. get to 50. We get in the 40s and shit in winter, but no 30s. 30s, no, oh never God. freezing. Never freezing. That's what it freezes, yeah. yeah. Dude, there was a couple of nights where it was like four degrees outside yeah, nah. here. I think 35 cold. is like the lowest I've ever experienced at home. 35. That's not bad. That's not bad, dude. Yeah. That's warm. Get outside more, guys. Come on. Hey, get off, the get off the podcast. What time is it over there? <laughs> like, All right, I'm gonna go outside right now. It's yeah, that's what I mean. You should hang yeah, up I'm the phones go. and the computers. I'm hanging and up the all the phones. It's actually, it's yeah, it's only not even 10 o'clock yet. Three minutes. Yeah, to 10. The sun's still up over there in California, right? It's not even 10 yeah, totally, no. <laughs> uh, <come> on, <laughs> Yeah. all right let's wrap it up dude yeah, thank dude. you so much for fucking hanging out until one o'clock what it's one o'clock for you yeah it's three to one dude three minutes you guys got three fucking minutes to wrap this shit up <laughs> past my bedtime 
That's all good, dude. We're training you for all the late nights you're gonna have on tour, dude. I know. I'm I'm looking forward to it, but I definitely need my beauty sleep. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Yeah, sleep is very important when you're on tour, dude. Especially after naps, get a shower in the truck stop. Dude, shower at the truck stop, dude. Bring your bring your flip flops, dude. That's what I mean. You Bring your shower flip flops, dude. After showering at a truck stop, you need your beauty rest. That's very important. Oh, uh, yeah, dude. A shower will definitely make you want to nap, dude. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, watching Bill sleep is like the best way to fall asleep. Yeah. If you, the, like... the closer you could sleep to Bill, the better you will sleep on tour. That's what I've heard. Does he use his, his dreads as like a pillow? No matter where he's at, he always has a pillow. His dreads are like they're like feelers to the universe they like oh yeah definitely i've seen them like actually it's a few of them actually extend out when they really catch a certain frequency yeah when he he inhales like they just fucking now when he does his i am the kingdom of god speech in between songs dude his (laughs) the the static electricity is so heavy that it lifts the dreads dude i dude i have to say like at that that before we go that last show we played for my like bass solo part in hieroglyphic bill started doing the his energy transferring stuff <laughs> oh yeah I remember his, that. his bill solo hands yeah, yeah. dude i've i felt so powerful yeah <laughs> nice. i've that's, never felt that's how you start amazing. a cult dude good, that's how good. you start a cult, like, dude. as like, you should playing the solo and you just feel his, like these waves of bill coming at you it's like Mm-hmm. All different angles. Bill's like hitting your face. No, nope. it's fucked up. But it's, uh, it's definitely uh, uh, an experience that we've all experienced. Bill's always I, been a sick front man, dude. I remember when the first time he did that. Really? Because yeah, I'm, I'm an old time. fart. I'm an old fart, and uh, <laughs> I remember, dude. We were like, "What was that?" And it was like, "Oh, Bill's doing his magic, dude. His <laughs> Bill <laughs> magic. It's whatever it was. Like, whoa, okay." And it was just like from then on it was like this crazy oh shit yeah it works man i think honestly matt plays his solos tighter when bill does that really i swear to god i swear to god like he like matt like looks over his peripheral and sees bill just like feeding him the energy and like yeah dude i when i was playing my solo i was like i'm gonna nail this i have the sweep coming up everything's gonna be fun and it was it was great it's fucking weed, dude. Weed's it's, the foundation of all that, dude. It's weed. It's weed and Bill. It's weed and Bill, dude. He's the <laughs> kingdom of God. Marijuana is the kingdom of the forest of God. He's all. <laughs> he's all got it intertwined, dude. And he it's gives sick. it through decrepit birth lens. That's sick. But uh, thanks, guys, for having me. I'm going to go to bed. It's 1 a.m. Yeah, we're all going Coast. to bed, dude. You've, you've stuck it out way longer than me did, dude. Dude, 10 o'clock at night, you're going to bed? Well, by the oh, way, if you're yeah. feeling tired, <laughs> I mean, you, you could go to bed or you could drink some Battleforge coffee. Yeah. Battleforgecoffee.com. If you need a little I didn't say it in the beginning, dude. Sorry, Battle guys. Battleforge coffee apparently will wake you up at t- even at 10 o'clock at night. Oh, no doubt, dude. That's if, you wanna, if you want to binge watch Netflix yeah. shows at 10 o'clock at night on the West Coast, get Battle Forge coffee. Battle Forge I'm gonna go coffee. Wa- I want to go watch Raised yeah. by Wolves season two. Like you could go to bed or you could go to battle. So- <laughs> Dude, that's that's a good one. <laughs> or you could battle nightmares with your coffee. 
Somehow. That's that's extreme. Like staying up and actually, that's how you don't have Freddy Krueger attacking. You just don't go to sleep. <laughs> Battleforge coffee will keep you from Freddy Krueger, dude. Dude, there's there's so much battling. <laughs> <laughs> all right, dudes, dudes and gals, and all y'all motherfucker, uh, human and non-humans that have been listening to this in the future and present. Mm-hmm. Love you all. Um, we will Thanks, be here I'll next stick week. With you. Yeah, dude, Sean, thank you so much again for giving us your time, dude. Hell yeah, and, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, dude. Go catch decrepit birth on tour, motherfuckers, and this summer. Yes, sir. Let's uh, will, let's catch up trying. again soon, guys. Fuck yeah, yeah dude. dude. No oh, doubt. Yeah. And um, we'll see you guys next week. Rock and on. Yeah. Rock and roll.